Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to yet another awesome post adventures podcast of the Heroes of Noise. I'm one half. My name is Dean. We're still high as hell riding this stupid Avengers thing, man. It's like, it's not stupid at all, actually. It's stupid. You know what it is? It's stupid good is what it is. Dude, it is. I am so, I, I was telling, I was just telling Dan how I have been watching theater reactions with no, some of them have no visuals. It's just sound and explaining what you're listening to. Yeah. And I cannot get enough of it. I think it's the most entertaining crap in the world, and I'm checking every hour. Like, I'll put YouTube. I'll put the filter to the last hour. Has anybody dropped any theory reactions in the last Dang, hour? Dang, yeah, doing I'm it doing, all. Yeah, and then from hour, I go to day. Yeah, I do the most, dude. It, it, it's just... You're celebrating. The, I am celebrating something that we have witnessed that is really special, dude. It's a spectacle. It is a spectacle, and you've seen it twice. Three times. <laughs> when did you do third? Hey, you know, you're writing a book about me or something? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. And now we're all three times where you just, was it just as exciting for you? Yes. Emotional, yeah. everything. Oh, by the way. Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. Hello. Nice to meet you. What's I, going I, on, new listeners? Yes. What's going on, people that came over for the Avengers and from Dan killing it, killing it on other podcasts? I'm a hoe. What can I say? You're not, but dude, you do so well on other podcasts, dude. I'm a hoe. Yeah, no, I'm a hoe. Hey, guess what, Steve? I give up. I do have some of those reactions. You want to play some? See what you, I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on them. Okay. And t- are, they, are they going to say what's going on or do you, are you going to have to um, uh, give a play-by-play? I'd be happy to do a play-by-play. Okay, go for it. All right, hold on. I like the play-by-play better for All that. Right. This one says, this one says movie hasn't even started. <laughs> <laughs> This is a. Lila disappears. Spoilers. <laughs> Hawkeye family disappears. Oh, dude. This is the Benatar in space. Gee, that's so good. Tony Stark in Nebula. That was a good part. Come on, this is not. This is a subpar reaction. No, the thing. Oh, thank you. See, they listen. Captain Marvel rescue. I think it's going. You know what, dude? It's going through the movie. The whole movie. If you go, can you find where uh, Cap gets the hammer? (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. When Cap gets that freaking hammer, that reaction is right. And here's the hard part. The second time he gets the hammer. They scream over the assemble. And I was like, oh, you guys didn't get to hear the assemble. <laughs> Dang it. Right now. And it literally went to Captain America picks up Mjolnir. What are the Mjolnir. chances, G? Right? right? Go, for it. go for it. People are going to be all pissed off. You didn't put spoilers at the top. <gasps> Oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, shoot. All right. This is Captain picking up Mjolnir. 
<laughs> and if someone died! Dude, our audience sucked. Our audience is weak! That's what I wanted this. If they go to the where it says Avengers Assemble. Okay. I don't think it actually says Avengers Assemble. Oh, it doesn't let it. Okay, well, yeah, I, had to, I probably had to search Avengers Assemble reactions. You want me to do that real quick? Nah, it's no big deal. It's just <laughs> like people scream when. Basically, uh, it just sounds like a rock concert at any given time. I love it because there's a part where he puts out his hand. I even know the music for it because I look at it so many times. And he goes, Avengers! And when it hits his hand, the Mjolnir, people go so crazy that you could never hear him say a symbol. And I'm like, oh, they just don't. But I get it. They're so excited that they don't know it's coming. It's just so exciting. I can't hate on that. This movie just gives all the feels, dude. Like, dude. it's there's something for everyone. There the only is, person that's not going to benefit from watching this movie is someone that is just diving into the MCU, and they're going to try to watch this one first before they watch anything. I think it'll still be an entertaining movie, but you're missing so much. Oh, you're dude. missing out on so many good things that you'll just go, oh, okay, that was just a scene to me, but... That's the best part. I've been going back and watching these movies again. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. All right. I mean, I knew it was there, of course. And I got the references the first time around. But watching it again, it made them better. What do you think about that? That I told Gee, for me, I like it so much that I watched. This is how ridiculous I got. I watched the um, theater reactions for the post credit scene. Them just seeing them come up on screen in their little flash, in their little... Uh, slow motion thing and people clapping for each one and you are tony, really into it tony gets the love every single time every time it's tony because i get it i get it i totally get it but man it's it it, it it makes it hard for me to watch iron man i'm not gonna be able to watch iron man for a while i think i need to say this i feel bad i felt like we spoiled some things for people that haven't had a chance to see it yet so maybe I'm going to have to put, guys, <laughs> I guess this is after the fact. Hope you read the notes, because if you didn't, I tried to apologize and give you a spoiler warning. <laughs> right? But well, we can, I think the spoiler ban gets lifted tomorrow, right? Monday? Yeah, and the, the thing sixth? is, dude, here's the thing, G. I think the people that listen to our show have seen it. This is my, true. My sister and, her, and Michael already saw it. They saw it last night. So it's over. Once they see it, that means the world has. I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm it not going to have a problem sleeping. Well, I'm going to, dude, I might have to, like, I know that they're going to release all of them and it's probably going to be super expensive. Oh, you're looking like $400. Watch. That is literally not going to happen to you, boy, G. $350. What's the highest chance. you'd pay? $143. You're done. Don't even, where are you going to get it at? You want some burned copies or something? <laughs> Gee, how much would you pay? What's the most? <laughs> you to go pay? up to the swap meet. You might be able to get one <laughs> that price. What, what are you going to pay? It's just all going to depend on my funds when it comes out but and how it, cool it looks. But here's it, the thing. Yeah, I've seen tell all me. the movies. I mm -hmm. own a lot of the movies already. Oh, well, dude, forget it then. But yeah, no, but it's special. They're going to add stuff, dude. <laughs> they're going to add stuff to each one. You know what they're going to do? They're going to do that documentary we were talking about. Yep. That's what I want to pay to see. Yep. So I'll spend, mm, I don't know. Are we talking credit cards? No, well, yeah, but... You also have to think, is it a smart investment at any given time? When is, when is, you have to take that into consideration. How much money are you going to put in? Here's the problem. What? 
this movie gives me emotions and emotions can cause problems. You know what I mean? Like it makes me make poor decisions sometimes, poor yes. monetary decisions. I'm so into this. I need this. And then like I'm looking at it. Do you know how many fucking box sets I own that I never touch? Coheed's box set. I've opened it one time. Uh, and I have three of those <laughs> because everything Dude. I listen to is digital, but it comes with a book and five CDs and all this kind of stuff, you know, and I, I don't listen to it. So I don't know. I'm thinking I'm talking myself out of it right now. Yeah. I mean, dude, here's here's if I were Disney and I had all the money in the world, I would say we're only selling Infinity War as part of, or um, uh, we're only selling uh, Endgame as part of the box set. That would be so wrong. <laughs> I don't think they would do that. They wouldn't make the money that they want to. Gee, they already did. Actually, they don't you know need, what? They People already spend did. thousands of dollars for season passes for Disneyland. So you know exactly. what? They're going to make all the money in the world. Dude, don't you think that people would end up buying the set? They'd be mad, but would they get it? Probably. Of course they would. As long as it's not stupid. Who am I kidding? I'm going to buy it. I know of I'm going to buy it. They might do. You know, Disney might say, tell you what, $90. Never. You Disney? never know, dude. Yes. 90 no way. bucks. Because they know you could just get it digitally, all the movies. So they'd probably be like, you buy Infinity War. What you're doing is buying Infi- uh, in-game for $90. And people will destroy that line. Do you think that they're going to have all the extras on Disney Plus? Totally. Then I'm just going to buy Disney Plus. I'm going to buy it anyway. You really are, dude. You yeah, really are. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm just going to drop 70 bucks, whatever it is for the year. You will. I mean, because if they're going to say, hey, in, you could either buy the huge box set or you could just watch it on our streaming service. Cool. Thanks, Disney. Dude, That's exactly gonna, what oh, I'm going to do. Eat all the money, dog. All of it. That Disney. And with Loki coming out, too. Oh, dude. Not to mention the Mandalorian. I'm not really pumped on that. Dude. It's okay. Really do you know how there are millions of people that are? So that's are okay. Yes. Come on, man. I'm about to say something. Sometimes I wonder if we do a pop culture podcast. I'm going to know these things. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to ask you another question that you're going to be very sure. upset up. What in the deuce is a Mandalorian? So moving on. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. I'm not going to go into the lore, but okay. picture. Do you know what Boba Fett looks like? I do. That's a Mandalorian. So it's going to be like a gunslinger series. Oh, dude. It's going to be dope. Come on. Favvy's doing it. Johnny Favs. Here's what I'm going to ask you, G. Ask away. Hey, I'm going to official. Now I'm mad at you because you're asking me what the Mandalorian is. Unofficial. Endgame is going to make. No, it's not. It's not a bad thing to say. Endgame is going to make fans of Marvel the way Star Wars made people fans of Star Wars. It's already done it. You think so? They were already there. This just made them go crazy. Like I'm saying, they the fans of Marvel's Endgame is some of them aren't even into Star Wars. It's a brand new fandom, separate fans. They have created their own thing. Yeah, that's totally. crazy. That's crazy. The way I see it is like my son is nine or he's twenty now. Yeah. Now, when he's my age, he's going to be looking back on this kind of shit, and this is going to be his Star Wars. Even though he likes Star Wars, he's well versed. Yes. But this is his version of it. This is where he got to go in and see all the theater madness. I mean, he saw the Star Wars movie too, but they never hit like this. Never. Uh, how did he like it again? 
Oh, dude, come on. He's just I don't like know. everyone yeah. else has. Every I know I wasn't like, come on, you idiot. I'm just saying it's endgame. What can I say? It's I haven't seen one person walk out of there or heard one person walking out that wasn't trolling the internet talking about that movie sucked. It needed dude, a little something. I hate when people do that. I hate when people come out trying to troll, being like, That's it was all right. shit. I hate that. I thought like there <laughs> it was a three hour movie, dog. That's insane to me. It they didn't give me like enough. Oh, <laughs> it's so stupid. So perfect. And it's going to be Avatar. It's over. It's over, dude. Excuse it's me? going to, it's going to be Avatar. Oh man, I, you know, I should have just pulled the audio where you're like it's not going to happen. And then I would have played I, I it right now. I never said that. I never said that. I'm going to pull the audio. Now I'm I pulling the not, audio. I didn't. Okay, what did I actually say? I said I don't see it happening. <laughs> Will it won't Avengers Endgame beat Avatar? No. Yes. No. I will say this. You did say, I hope it happens. I but it is, do. But you said it's not going to happen. Did I really say that? Yep. And then I believe, <laughs> where's my old phone at here? Hey, Rebecca, you out there? Remember when we were talking about that? And he was like, yeah, I'm still right, though. Yeah, you're wrong. 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 <laughs> wrong. Okay. Here, dude, let me tell it you something. It hasn't happened yet, Steve. You could be right still. Oh, no, dude. No, you're no. not. I know. I'm just trying to make uh, you feel bad. Uh, how much money does Johnny Favs have? He's wiping his ass with $100 <laughs> bills. I don't need this. Dude, he produced every Marvel film. But think about the royalties. Dude. Dude. He I'm deserves- not entirely sure how royalties work, but it seems, like, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't it, like, there's like a way to count, and every time it gets played somewhere... Yes. That's another cha-ching, right? He gets points. Like it depends on how many points he gets on the movie. And being that he's the producer of the movie, he gets a lot of points. And that's nah, what like, I can't see that. No, I'm like, just kidding. Tom Cruise, he foregoes his salary for points on Mission Impossible. Which makes total sense. <laughs> he's like, I'll just get a chunk of the back end. That's how sure it. he is that Mission Impossible will make money. Yeah. I don't really need all this. You go go Dude, get yourself a house. I'm trying to go clear. That's what he's trying to do. Ah, oh, why can't we have a piece of this? Dude, Where's our great idea? We have them. We just don't have millionaires that are going to push our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. I got to give Johnny Favs props. I got to give Marvel props. They took a, um, like, Iron Man was not a legit pumped up character that everybody wanted. But Favs made it happen. No one was even looking for that. And he made it happen. That suit is legit to this day. It's pretty wild, G. I I mean, I, I really should, once I get over my mourning period, I really should watch the first Iron Man again and see what it's talking about. I'm starting from scratch. Are you? Yeah. We well, got started all Blade, 22. Man. You got to start a Blade. You know what? Actually, it's on Prime. Was it Prime? I'm pretty it's sure still it's on Prime. It's really, really good. <laughs> I, and watched you know, I watched the trailer, Steve. <laughs> I don't even remember that movie, but I tried to watch the trailer and it looks a little dated. It's you a sure? little I'm not going to be disappointed. No, it? you won't. You won't because you're going to like, you like Steven Dorf. Mm. He makes a good bad guy. I couldn't tell you one movie Steven Dorf's been in. Oh yeah. Blade. Blade. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Oh, and he's in that new one. Don't go. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I started watching. I don't that. even know what that is. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I was about to be like, oh, you watch that joint? Do you watch Hulu? <laughs> yeah, I do. But not as much as Netflix. I watch Hulu a lot. Here's the problem with Hulu is I get stuck on one thing. 
mm-hmm. and then I'll watch it and then I'll just go back to Netflix again. Then I'll find another thing and I'll watch it and I'll go back to Netflix again. I think Hulu's, but Hulu's coming dude. up. Casual is great. What they did with Casual is great. I'm like, if they can do that again, I don't think you can. That's like lightning in a bottle. But I'm saying like Netflix just keeps throwing out originals saying they mostly suck, but some of them will be good enough for you to like say, hey, it's worth having Netflix. They just put a million up there. Hulu doesn't. They don't have it. They can't. So their originals are fairly limited. All I'm watching on there right now is casual. And I have to say, I'm at the end of season two. And I'm wondering if I'm going to keep going. It's not that it's bad. It's just like, does it get better than that? Of course. All right. I'll keep it, watching. It really gets better. I mean, it, it. the thing is, it's an amazing show that I get why they ended it after four. They're like, there's going to come a point where it's going to get boring. Let's stop it before it does that and just wrap it up. And they do it. Like in Preacher? Season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring up old shit. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm kind of happy because the boys are this. That's the reason they're wrapping it up so they can concentrate on the boys. But and also, dude, I don't know how Seth Rogen is doing all this. He's doing that. What is it called? What's that one with Shalise Theron that he's doing that he did already? Oh, I keep forgetting the name of that movie. I had a chance to go to that for free, too. Why didn't you go? I was busy. I couldn't make it. Okay. Why didn't you ask me if I could go? You work all the time, man. You don't take any time off. What am I supposed to do? That's true. Just assume. Well, what if it was daytime, though? What if it was like an 11 o'clock showing? Well, then you're SOL because the time has passed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. Gee, I feel bad now, cat. man. Yeah, you should. You had a should. bad day. Then again, I, w- I would have thought it was going to be trash. But now you I'm know, hearing that it's really good. Hey, you know what I think the theme should be? Hmm. This. We've been waiting for a long time. Yes, we've been waiting for a long, long time. We've been waiting for a long time. We ain't gonna wait no more. We're getting ready to rock and roll. We're gonna one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Do you remember this song? No, I do not. This is on one of your favorite movies. 48 Hours, I believe. Oh, dude, that's not one of my favorite movies. Really? No. Is it? I was too young. I was like five years old. Oh! You know where this is from? I, really I know. thought it was. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's from Beverly Hills Cop, isn't it? I would eat. Okay, here's where I heard it from. I heard it from Delirious. Okay. Because he had him opening for him. No, wait. Reggie Hammond. That's 48 Hours, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, wow. That's why they opened for him in Delirious. Thank you, Classical Music 11, that has the quote of, can I have my lighter? (laughs) Can I have my lighter back, Reggie? Because I would never remember that. That's funny. I didn't even know that. I, yeah, I was only five years old when 48 Hours came out. Or maybe. That's going to be the theme song to something, maybe. We need a theme song, Steve. For what? For something. <laughs> something coming soon. Is something coming? <laughs> oh! You know what's not coming soon, oh, apparently? Oh, that- <laughs> now I'm, I'm there. We're on one accord now, G. I wasn't there with you. Now I'm here. You caught up? Yeah. No, Welcome. There's Kate. Go get yourself some iced tea. <laughs> Oh, that is going to definitely be the theme song, Dre. Yeah. No, oh. We we'll get sued. <laughs> oh, we might. We might. Oh, um, before we get out of this morning period, this sad part, you know, talking about Iron Man and such, we want to say rest in peace to John Singleton, the dude, uh, the man. Boys in the hood. Hello. Listen to that. My name is 
your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. It's fundamental. He's gone, man. Dude. Poetic justice, higher learning. The dude was a freaking legend. I remember um, Boys in the Hood coming out when I was living in San Luis Obispo. And a lot of people were at the theater. It was crazy in San Luis. What do you think, man? Um, I don't even know how he died. Was it natural causes? No, he went in, he had a stroke and checked himself into the hospital and never recovered. That's pause for effect right there. Holy shit. It's freaking sucks, dude. And they were talking about this um, story. He went to USC film school and they were talking about how he was, you know, back in the day, he was like one of no black directors that were in the school. And they said, hey, we already have a Spike Lee. And he said, that's great. I'll be the first John Singleton. That's the, what else do you say? I'm sorry, buddy. We've already got a Spike Lee. He's like, that's perfect. That's perfect. And and then he, at 23, he directs Boys in the Hood. How old was he when he passed? Oh, shoot. John Singleton was. He was in his 50s, right? um, Let's see. Was it 59? I think he's 49. What year were you born? You, I already asked you. Write a book. It's a problem. No, he might be like 54 or something. They, I'm trying to figure out the age. I was born back in 1945. Uh, I think it's like 52. I mean, it's not, well, hold on. Are you looking? Or 51. is this just. It's 51. Yeah. You know. That's young, dude. Six and one, half dozen. That's 51. That's yeah, man. not that. That's not crazy old. In the big scheme of things, that is not that far away, and it really worries me a little bit. Not at all. But, hey, you keep healthy, you go in and get doctor's checkups, you should be fine. If I continue to eat my oatmeal, right? Oh, Jesus, dude. (laughs) Don't do this. I like to self-deprecate every now and then. Goodness gracious, this guy with his oatmeal. Um, (laughs) But check out this thing. He goes, boys in the hood, poetic justice, too fast, too furious, higher learning, four brothers, shaft, hustle and flow, he had Rosewood. He had some hits, G. I forgot he, yeah, did, he did Too Fast, Too Furious. That was a great I didn't know he did Hustle and Flow. Yeah, I didn't either. Too, but Poetic Justice, I knew only because, A, I'm a massive um, Janet Jackson uh, Tupac fan. But he, they did, they filmed some of it in Paso Robles. So people ran into them. They're like, you do know Tupac's in, pa- in Paso. I was like, no! But he was gone by the time I went. Like, you yeah. try to get over there? You try to oh, check yeah. it out? Oh, for sure, G. I know the gas station they were at. And I was like, we ran over there like, yeah, he's gone already. But yeah, we ran into Tupac at um, the gas station. I was like, dad, gone. That's man. almost a really interesting story. It would have been great if I would have ran into him. I mean, him, I wasn't right? trying to insult you. I'm just saying you were so close to having like a really awesome story and you just didn't make it on time. I think I could have pulled Janet. You think so? Uh-huh. I was a, yeah. I was a spry 13-year-old. What's her... <laughs> Hi, Janet. <laughs> you sure are pretty. You know, you know who made, gave up? Uh, I was watching. Uh, She's like, Smith. is that sex wax in your pocket? Gee, <laughs> I, just would, happy to see I love my sex wax. Um, Kevin Smith did a really good talk about John Singleton and how they had a cool little relationship going. And I was like, man, he I mean, the the fact that he was like, he always he said every time he ran into me, he was bugging me about making a comic book movie. He's like for years. Years and years he was bugging me. Every time I ran into him, he's like, 
so this comic book movie and he said uh and kevin smith said an awesome thing to his crowd he's like so whatever you're dreaming about doing it do because he never got to do that and you do so do it he never got to make his comic book movie but one of you guys can i was like dang dang if you can do these things if you have a dream and you have a something that you really want to happen then absolutely you should do this because tomorrow is not guaranteed, man. No. That's the scary thing. It's super freaking. And worst case scenario, like someone like Prince, he dies in his elevator. But wow, did he leave a freaking, he left a fury behind him. He left of a diamond just, mind. I mean, dude. And we, everyone was always wondering, why are you recording a song a day? He's like, oh, because I love doing it. But I mean, also- that means that he leaves a legacy that is untouchable, dude. He's just, it's never going to run out. And so I think now, that family's touching it quite a bit. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. When, once you see Let's Go Crazy on like a Visa commercial, you're like, oh, it's mm. over. Mm. It's over. Mm. And now they're releasing the vault songs. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I was going to ask you about that. Thank you for reminding me. I'm not to, not to take away from yeah. John Singleton, but no, you're not crazy about that? No, I can't stand it. Because everybody that was around them said there's a reason it was in the vault. It wasn't ready for release. Fair he enough. Just, yeah, he just coming from a musician, ready. I totally understand that. And that sucks because what if it's just even a guitar solo? Imagine he wanted to put the perf- the perfect guitar solo, and they release it without it. He would lose his mind. He'd lose his mind. And this is going to be proof of an afterlife because if they release these songs and the ghost of Prince doesn't come back, there is no afterlife. <laughs> it's over because he will make his way down here, being like, "Hold on now." I didn't put my guitar solo on, actually. Y'all need to change. Why did you release these songs? <laughs> that wasn't very He did have a deep that. voice. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, you think he's going to be all high-pitched. And he's, yeah, I came back from the dead, and I'm not really happy with you. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, uh, Michael had a high voice, and Prince had a low, low voice and sung higher than Michael. Did you ever hear Michael on those tapes when he's all propofolled out? No. He's, he, talking, he's talking like this. That's not true. I swear, dude. Are you sure, Tim? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they're saying. What was the doctor's name? Oh, man. What is his name? I forgot. I used to know his Mud. name. What's his freaking name? I forgot. That killed him pretty much. Oh, yeah. He killed him dead. Killed him dead. Yeah, dude. Like, if you can, if you have a talent, just see what happens, man. Like, did you see Jeffrey's trailer today? No, I've been working all day. He dropped a trailer on Twitter. Oh, a dude, I'm going to check trailer. it out. Yeah, it's good. And I was like, <laughs> there's a part where you're just like, Maj, there's someone at the door. I was like, oh, that guy has a set. Oh, wait, that is. <laughs> it took me a minute. I was like, oh, someone else named Maj. Oh, wait, that's my son. Okay. Yeah, this, that's. And I, so I text Maj. I was like, Maj, you're in the movie. He's like, yeah, that's old. I'm like, that's I, I would have liked to know that you were in a movie. Oh, that's no, but yeah, it's old stuff. It's like, what? Maj is the steel trap. <laughs> Nothing's getting out. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you will not know this information. It's like, why are you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have this. Do you want to hear what he sounds like on Propofol? Let me hear what he sounds like. All right. Listen to the voice of Michael Jackson on May 10th, 2009. That's not Michael Jackson. Nah, that's not Michael Jackson. May 10th, 2009, 9.05 a.m. Nah, that's not him. 
It's him, dude. No, I, I don't believe that at all. It don't matter if you believe it. I'm trying to give you facts right now. Do listen. we know? Listen, yes, we do. I think I just gave this dude like 25 cents outside a liquor store. Dude, that's not Michael. It is, I swear. That's what the propofol does. I mean, I think I'm saying it right. I think it's propofol. Yeah. That's what it does to you. Dang, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is wild and crazy kids. You're like, man, I'm as high as a motherfucker right now. And you know what's sad? I sound like that after a glass of wine. That's how you sound right now. Hey, guys, guess what? Steve's buzzing. <laughs> it, never, <laughs> it never happens, so I got to tell him. It's really, it doesn't. And I was like, someone told me about Moscato. I was like, let me try Moscato. I literally tried it for the first time. Last, the other night, I drank half a glass. I was like, woohoo! And I just drank half a glass again. And I made sure to eat food before. And I'm about to toss the rest of this glass. No, come on, finish it. Can't. I can't. Oh, you have places to be, don't you? I do have places to be at like 7.30, yeah. I got to go pick up. Oh, senior pictures. I can't believe this is happening. You're old. I am. Gee, you don't know nothing about this. I'm old, bruh. Not a thing. Never experienced it before. No, graduations and college and jobs. You want to know something, man? When your son graduates, you're going to be a misty mess, right? Oh, yeah. But, God, graduations suck. They're the longest. Dude. Like, you have to wait so long. And he goes and it, to a big high school, too, right? Gee, it's going to be at Savemore Center at 8 p.m. Oof. <laughs> They're not going to say his name until, like, 9.30. Dude, dude. And you know someone's going to be up there. Do you ever know that you are my... We're like, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Let's get this going. Now for a performance from our Edison Jazz Band, I'm like, dog, listen, listen. But I got to realize they're all saying goodbye. I I can't hate on that. We're here to celebrate the class of 2019. And that's how it is. I'll leave. I'll leave. And now, before we announce the names... I am going to read you every last page of the Bible. G, G, G. They, how long? How long was your uh, was your son's graduation? It was infinity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there. <laughs> was it for real? Like super long, G? Oh, at least you're in the middle. Ramirez oh, you're is a R. Long, long oh, way, bro. Dude, that's a long. That's a minute. <laughs> And a half. But that doesn't matter. I have to stay there for the whole time. Yes, of course you do. So it doesn't matter. But, you know, you want your payoff, right? That's true. So you're just sitting here like, another person you don't know. Oh, that is. Woo! And another person you don't know. And I got to make sure to clap for Jeff, Jeffrey. So I got to make sure to pay attention. That's true. You know two people. And I know his other two friends, but I don't know them well enough to clap for him. You're like, nah. Nah, y'all ain't going to get a class. Did you cry at your son's graduation? Who told you? You did? Yeah, of course I did, man. Oh, come on, I mean, I wasn't like, (laughs) yeah, you just, I don't know. I'm not, I have no shame in my game about tearing up these days. I I know. know This comes with age or, or what the deal is, but that's a big one, man. Because while this is going on, you're thinking about the first bike ride, you know, the, the first time you take them fishing, all that kind of shit. Oh, I won't be able to do that. I, I would have to close that out. I no, you're going to do it. I don't know how you can. Well, you could. You're Steve Hudson. You can do these things. 
but I will cry later. For well, I don't know though, cause he's <laughs> smile now, cry later, fool. <laughs> that dude's gonna be living with me, so I'll be like, oh, what's up, man? Like up? I, it really was messing me up when I knew that he was gonna be leaving. That was like a oh crap, we're gonna be packing his stuff. That would have been the one. But now I'm like, okay, he graduated. I'm ha- I, he, I'm so proud of him. And now it's a uh, um, now getting a job and starting school. That's it. So he's yeah. going to get a job. I was just about to ask you. Sure is. So <laughs> are you going <laughs> to like how soon are you giving him a window? Yes. Because I, I, he said um, I was like, hey, I got the hookup from like a few people like Yo, Dan's son. Yes. Dan's son said something about Save Mart. Uh, and then Deidre's like, I got the hookup somewhere. And then uh, uh, Deidre's husband is like, I have the hookup at Dick's. And he's like. I'm going to try myself. I'm going to try to put in for teaser. And I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you something. Get over here, teaser. Let me talk to you real quick. I'm like, you have a month. And after that, you're going to one of our hookups. The end. Because otherwise you just start being like, I got it taken care of. You'll put in one application a month and be like, oh, I already went out and no, 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 no. You're going to get a J-O-B. Like how long, how long was Ben putting in resumes before he got this job? Uh, Not too long, actually. He got lucky. Really? He got lucky. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? But he just got lucky. The timing was there. But I think he put in probably like four or five applications. That's a lot. That's a good that's amount. enough. Yeah. That's, that means he was out there pounding the pavement. Now, did he go to fast food? Because a lot of kids aren't doing fast food now. Nah, he's not trying to have that. He did go to one of those restaurants, that lazy dog restaurant, the one where you can take your dogs in. I want to go to a dog restaurant. It's like a pet the pooches. Little pooch manooches. It's pretty oh, fun. Man. Did you take, you took the little ones over there? Of course. How they like it? They loved it, man. I bought them dinner. Oh, look at <laughs> I As that guy, I got suckered into spending five bucks on some hamburger meat and some rice or something like Come that, on. but they dug it. See, and I, if the listeners don't know, um, when I go to Dan's house, his dogs are so hungry for attention that they clobber me. You're so crazy. Because I'm the one that gives them the love they so need. They're not cats. Dogs are like, more love? Sure. Okay, more love? Sure. They don't care. <laughs> I don't know, dog. They know. They. I mean, when I get in there, this last time, one of them just rolled over immediately. He's like, oh, he's the dude that pets my stomach. That's dope, Jay. That's her thing. She'll do oh. it right at your feet. <laughs> you have the cutest dogs, Jay. I ain't arguing with you, man. You really, I don't know how you lucked up. Did You, you didn't buy them at the same time, right? Mm-mm. I just have good taste. You really were they both adoptions? Yes. Gee, you're such a good person. I ain't trying to go to like a puppy mill or something. That's but the thing is, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm just gonna get a purebred this or this or that." You're like, "No, I'm gonna go adopt someone that needs something." And you got two adorable dogs that needed something. So anyway, back to Ben. Yeah. How many? uh, Like when he first got his job, was he nervous? How did he do his first day? How did that? Oh no, he was stoked. But it only took him about a month to come home and act like he's the first person ever had a bad day at work. You know? Oh, that's always fun. (laughs) He like comes home. (laughs) You know, man. There's people out there that don't. You know, it's customer service and people aren't nice. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Welcome to the real world. Well, luckily he's not a waiter. That's when you get the real. That's what I told him. I said, dude, don't go into food service, dude. Dude, you get the most evil people. Excuse me. My tea is Luke. Dude. I don't like it. Dude. Let me tell you something. All you people out there that are telling them, hey, you made this wrong. Do not eat that second plate. Don't do it. I'm warning you. It's better off you just eat what they brought you. 
than to be like, uh, can you make this again? They're like, no problem, ma'am. Okay. After waiting, I can't do it anymore, man. That movie ruined me. Dane Cook ruined me, dude. Gee, listen, it's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. I've worked in food service before. You know. You know. I know things I'll never say. It's the same with me. But it's like, when so- it depends, though. There are some people that are just like, hey, um, we know that we messed up, no problem. But if it's somebody that's just being a chump to one of the waiters, yeah. Yep. It's going down. Now, not to the point of waiting. I hope. I never witnessed things that they did. But it gets pretty raunchy, especially like somewhere like, I won't tell you the fast food, other fast food places. I, I worked at a fast food spot. And there were the whole pickup put back on <laughs> like food things. You drop it, the five second rule thing. Dude, this was like 25, no, 30 years ago. And the restaurant I'm talking about is non-existent. But guess what? It's going on in every restaurant. <laughs> People would go into the walk-in. You know what the walk-in is, right? The walk-in? Oh, the refrigerator, the freezer. People would go in there and just smoke out. Really? Just blowing weed all over the cheese and whatnot. You mean, when you say people, you mean you? Nah, not me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I swear. I swear. Okay. I'll just say this. No, I'm just telling you I didn't blow weed on the cheese. Oh, but you did. Okay. You better mind your business. Hey, back in your smoking days, you were able to smoke actual like weed, weed, not just, you know, bong or nothing. Back then, it was like all Mexican weed coming across the border. So it was like stems and seeds completely packed into a brick and then transported across the border in somebody's gas tank. I'm like, hmm, this smells like gasoline. That's awesome. You're not a weed. You know, it's funny what Dan now, he's so square. I don't even think you drink anymore, do you? I don't do anything, man. Nope. I don't even smile. Seems sinful. You used to be a, like every night you'd be like, I'm testing this IPA. Now I don't even hear that from you anymore. I'm trying to get away from it, man. IPAs? Why? Trying not to look like Thor. Thor kind of... Who cares? You're married. Who do you have to impress? You're supposed Um, to be big and beer-bellied. Nah, no, no, no. Oh, Gotta fix that problem. Oh, damn. (laughs) Just just let yourself be big, dude. Let yourself. I don't want... Okay, you too. Let's do it together. Once I... Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. There's once never going to be a fat Steve. Once I lock it down in the woman department, I'm going to let it go. Maybe. Nah, I'm vain. Never I'm very too vain. vain. Yes, exactly. I'm vain. Mm-hmm. But you're not vain. Says who? Every time I'm just like, wow, you look, you look handsome today. You're just like, ah, whatever. Me, I'm just like, as a matter of fact, I do. Thanks for noticing. Bro, you never say I look handsome. You're not that guy. <laughs> you're damn right I do. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That doesn't even How sound come you right. don't? <laughs> that doesn't even sound like that. Like you're like, oh, get out of here. Like you don't even like compliments. I don't. I hate them. It's so funny, dog. You just get uncomfortable and squirmy. I really do. I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. <laughs> like even when I say you have a barrel chest, you don't like that, John. That's not a compliment. Yes, it is. That's not. That means you have a big chest. Okay, you know what I've never done? What? I've never looked up. So let's see if I'm wrong or you're wrong, okay? Yes, look up barrel chest. All right, doing it right now. Barrel chest. There we go. (laughs) No, the very first thing that pops up. (laughs) So you're telling me I have COPD? Okay, no, hold on. Barrel chest generally refers to a broad, deep chest found on a man. And then it says chronic, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. 
Oh, but bulging down, chest, barrel no, chest. Down lower, it shows Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you're good. You have like a you don't like for you. I wouldn't recommend you working out your chest a lot. That's not your problem area. No, you my trainer now. I'm just trying to hook you up. I would say go for arms. So what you say? I have flabby arms. What I'm saying is, I don't really I, like the way you're talking to me right no, now. No, I'm saying when I dap you up, you come like jam in my direction. I'm like, oh my bad. I just <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be really gentle. You gotta be a little fragile. <laughs> we can't do the handshake hug thing anymore. He'll break, no, break my clavicle. You come, you come dashing. To him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, gee. You're so stupid. <laughs> All right, you done making fun of me? That's hilarious, Jay. But your chest is fine. <laughs> All right, thank you. Can we move on? Yes, totally. <laughs> and and I think people would love to know more about your barrel chest by contacting us. How would they do that, Dan? Oh, funny you should ask. Dude, I'm sweating like a pig. That's because you're a drunk. That's why. You're a, <laughs> <laughs> you're a drunk pig. Be ashamed of yourself. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Dude, does it make you hot, though? Bro, you changed. That's all I'm going to say. I have. You're right. You know what hasn't changed, though? Contact info. That's what, that's what hasn't changed, Steve. There we go. Hi, everyone. My name is Dan Ramirez, and I've got to talk to you for just a quick second. i got to convey a message to you. What's the message you ask? I'm going to tell you the message. Here you go. If you want to get a hold, see, I did that. I did that. I want to kick in with the music. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat myself Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and you can reach my man, the guy that calls me the Barrel Chest, Steve Hudson at S E underscore Hudson Music. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, but all you got to do, like I say every week, is just go to www.heroesofnoise.com. While you're there, peruse the site. I don't know what you want to do. Just do whatever you want. There's lots of buttons to click and shit. I mean, you know. The fuck, you just crawl out of a rock or something like that? Of course you know what's up. Go there. Leave us a voicemail. Do all that stuff and subscribe to the show. Other than that, I'm going to keep this one short, Steve. I think we've talked long enough, and I think it's time to get down to business. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Heroes of Noise, episode 67. Dan. Steve. <laughs> something funny just happened. What happened? Okay, while you were talking, I got on Facebook. Okay. And uh, apparently, for, oh, Dan. Is it me? Did I do no, something? No, apparently. I haven't really been on. People at work found a clip of me singing Always and Forever. Is that on <sighs> Facebook? Dude, where? I don't know. They got it from the history at Facebook. I was like, I've got to find crap? it. I'm willing to pause the show to find it. So no, no. Us. And then Favon. It's Favon that did this. Because I, oh, and my, Favon, what a beautiful picture you have, by yeah, the way. someone's looking good. Oh, What's up with my that? goodness, Favon. Beach you can't beauty. Do that. You can't do that. I'm sorry to break the news to you, but you can't do that. They're like, what can we do to make her look even more beautiful? They said nothing. You can't do anything. Oh, by the way, she's coming out on Ju- in June, and she wants to go out to dinner with everybody, me, you, um, and Miss Gail. Well, I look forward to you not inviting us again. That'll be fun. I invited you, and you declined. You said she was. <laughs> you said she's coming to. T- <laughs> I can't, I you know what? What did you, I say? You said uh, what did you say? You said, oh yeah, she's going to be coming to town, and she'll be here from you know point yeah. A to point B. I said, oh cool. Well, let me know. She says she wants to hang out with you. Okay, cool. Let me know. Not a goddamn call. You're Not so right. one. You know you're right. I did that, Jack. I, I know I'm right. 
Hey, speaking of Favon, though, we got some messages that came through. Like, I just did the contact info, so it would be kind of a dick move of me to not read these, right? Let's do it! We've got a few, actually. Now, okay, Steve. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> I know what this is. Dude. Is there something I should know? <laughs> Man. All right, let's talk about this real quick. Are we going to ever do a part two? Seriously, because listen, this way. before you answer me, oh, just before geez. you answer, uh-huh. do we just like cut our losses and go, hey, that's what our music pod's going to kind of sound like? Or do we just... Like, I don't even know if people want to hear it. I know one person that wants to hear it. And don't think you're not important, sir. I'm just saying, Mr. Kevin Shanks, I want to do it just for Kevin, to be quite honest with you. I'll call Kevin personally and be like, all right, so here's the rest of this. (laughs) So you got a second? (laughs) Let me Skype you real quick and tell you the rest of the story. I'm just saying, there's a couple people, actually. I'm looking at the emails right now. Look, the the second part is not going to be very long. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to get it. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Um, It's going to be a great finish to a a group that I don't know how I didn't know about. Dan just never hit me to him. Just realize something, guys, that this was supposed to be one show. What happened was we had a whole bunch of technical difficulties that day, and we were only able to record for a certain amount of time. So now it's like, oh, we'll we'll just get to it. And then things just keep happening, and we can't record. What days are you off this week? We'll work out the. I was almost. I almost said the deets to piss you off, but I can't do it anymore. You got. You gave me a. You complex. can. Deets is fine. Everyone says deets, just like sked. Sked. What's or your sked? I, did I make that up? I, I think you I'm just like, made that okay, up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> vocab. Uh, rap folks have always said vocab. Peep the vocab. So in a way, we invented it. Now it's not as silly. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see how this works. Have you seen Black Pants? <laughs> Bet you if a guy named John Smith did it, it wouldn't be so cool. It depends if it's John Jenkins Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed you, man. It's been a long time. <laughs> we haven't talked much this week. Because you be, you be going on other shows. He's a cheater, people. He is a philanderer. I just enjoy talking to people. You, do, you know what, G? You make every podcast you're on better. You're welcome. Well, I appreciate that, but you know how I am with compliments, dude. I, I knew it, I know, and I'm glad you just took that one and just let it go. You know what, dude? I got to read one real quick. Go for it. Because this is not related to the to the music pod. So this one's coming from Rebecca Daling. Darling. It is entitled La Llorona. Hey, guys. Just got done with your latest episode, and Dan talked about La Llorona. When I first heard they were making this movie, I got excited because I'm also very familiar with the story slash legend of her, and I thought that this would be a chance for Hollywood to make a Latino horror movie instead of one with mostly white people. Obviously, they didn't really do that because the main protagonist is a white woman. Italian? Is that, is that the same thing? White? Italian? Yeah, y'all could pass. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, let's see. The Cardellini boy, let me tell you what. Do you think this was... <laughs> I swear to God. Do you think this was a missed opportunity for more diverse film? Did you feel at all that this was cultural appropriation? Would be interested to hear what you think about that. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great work. Much love, Rebecca. Much love back to you, Rebecca. Steve, let's talk about this for a second. Now, you haven't seen it, of course. I have not seen it. But with those, those are the facts. It's, it's somewhat of a, I don't want to call it a whitewashed movie, because there are Hispanics in it. But the, she's right. The main protagonist is actually, I believe, Italian. And her last name is Hispanic, which means she was married. She was in a club because, you know, much like my wife, she married into it. 
I guess what it is mostly is I didn't really go in thinking about that. I just wanted to see the story of La Llorona come out. And I didn't necessarily leave disappointed at all. In fact, I actually had a really good time watching that movie. I think that we'll be okay, Rebecca, as long as we get like a prequel or an origin story. And that's the one that they really need to focus on Mexico. If we get an origin story, I think we're okay. But I didn't leave the movie feeling offended or I I didn't really go down that road personally. I totally see what you're talking about. Missed opportunity? Maybe, but this movie's fun. I had a good time. I I know a lot of people were kind of like on the fence about it, but it didn't really bother me that much. And I will say, um, like I said, when I went and saw it in the theater, like it was packed with Mexican people. It really was. I mean, there was, you could just hear it. It was just everywhere. I was watching all the people come out. I swear to God, I think Gail was the only white person in there and they all had a blast. So no, I think I'm okay with it, man. But I would really, really like to see an origin story where you do focus on Mexico in the, I think it was like the 16th or 17th century. I think they need to make this movie because there's so much more to tell. That's what I think. How about you, Hudson? I haven't seen La Llorona, so I would I can't really call it. But what I will say is it would have been a way, I mean, it's such an easy thing to just drop uh, a Latinx person in that See, I mean, just, there's plenty. There is plenty. It's not like if they were just saying, Oh, we can't find any, really. You couldn't couldn't find one, huh? Oh, no, they weren't qualified. Okay, all right. Just like it was great because Timothy Oliphant did a, a, um, a uh, interview on Conan. And he's like, he said, Conan was like, so acting is easy. He said, yeah, they tell me what to wear. They tell me what to say. It's the easiest job in the world. So they can't say, oh, we couldn't find someone who acts well. You couldn't? No one to act in a horror movie. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of a good example. Let's say uh, there's an anime that gets remade, much like Death Note or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then they whitewash? That's where I feel like it's a missed opportunity. But if they're just telling a story and the protagonist happens to be not Mexican, but it's, you know, she's got kids that are Mexican and all that, then I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a big deal. But if it was, like, if it was made to be a role for a Mexican woman or man or anything like that, and then they just put someone in, that's different. Does this that make was, sense? This was almost made for that, though. They made the conscious decision not to do that. I hear what you're saying, and I can yeah. see it from both sides. But it it wasn't to the point where I thought it took away from the movie. Yeah, I didn't spend I, the yeah, rest I of my time it. going, yeah. man, I really wish it would have been that way. You know, I was just along for the ride. From the fun. Out, yeah, from the outside looking in, honestly, I did not know that they did not have a person of Hispanic culture in the movie. I did not know that someone else was in that movie. I was like, oh... Now I'm just like, oh, I, wow, really? Oh, that would have shocked me when I started watching it. I actually had to go back and check it out because I didn't know her last name or I already forgot her first name in the movie, but Linda Cardellini plays her and I wasn't sure. I guess then I looked and I was like, oh yeah, Cardellini. That's not, that's yeah. not, uh, okay. that's, that's more Italian. That is a very good question though, Rebecca. I'm going it with is a good question. total missed opportunity. Dan's going with skip Hispanics. They can find jobs elsewhere. Okay, stop it. <laughs> For the listener that just scrubbed through all of our banter and they hear that, that is not what I said. I'm saying I was cool with it, but I think it will be a missed opportunity if they don't do this yes. in a uh, Mexico setting. Yeah, that's what that's I what think. I think. Yeah, that's what that's I think. not what you said. Yeah, a little bit. You're a freaking... You know what you are? What? You're an instigator. That's what you are. You're a pot stirrer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. You're that okay. dude. I'm telling am, you. I you're am, that I... guy that's like four people back in a crowd and someone says something to somebody else. You're like... Oh, damn. That's true. I know. That's true. I'm very well aware of it. (laughs) And what else we got? What other emails? (laughs) 
Okay, I, we need to play this one. I know it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. You know, she, it's been a while. All right, this one's coming from our friend Emmy, and this is a voicemail. Ooh. This I is like, why I feel really bad right now, man. I like hearing Emmy's voice. We need to do our part. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Hey, guys. Emmy here. I really loved your Duran Duran episode. You guys are somehow even bigger music nerds than me, and I learned a few things I didn't know about one of my favorite bands. Steve's enthusiasm for New Wave made me think of a couple things y'all should check out. There's an excellent podcast that Slate puts out about once a month or so called Hit Parade that I think you guys would really love, especially Steve. It's all about chart history, and the host draws some very interesting parallels between some artists I would never have compared, like Tom Petty and Prince. My other suggestion, if you haven't seen it, is the Venture Brothers on Adult Swim. They've done very few episodes for a show that's been on almost 15 years, but they're all on Hulu and they're all great. It's kind of a Johnny Quest parody in the same tone as The Tick, chock full of references to David Bowie, Iggy Pop, Duran Duran, Lydia Lunch, Klaus Nomi, even an episode that centers on a red rubber ball that contains all the power of the new romantics. Damn. Naturally, they call it the Please Please Tell Me Now ball. <laughs> My husband oh, showed me on. the first season when we first started dating, and it's a big part of why we're married now. Lastly, I got way too excited when Steve suggested an episode on the ladies of New Wave, my favorite genre, and instead of writing a crazy long letter with all of my faves, I decided it was easier to just make you guys a playlist. I'll tweet you the link and hope you enjoy. It's rough to draw the lines between New Wave, Dark Wave, Madchester, Post-Punk, and Early EDM, but I hope I haven't drawn too far outside the lines. I put in some obvious choices like the Go-Go's, Eurythmics, and some on the edge like Susie and the Banshees, the Pretenders, B-52s, or Kate Bush. Also threw in some Tom Tom Club because Tina Weymouth is amazing with and without the rest of the talking heads. And of course, some X-ray specs because polystyrene is a goddess and one of the only women of color in the new wave post-punk scene. I really like the more punk side of new wave, so the list leans that way too. Oh, and there's a fun missing persons remix with Sean Dog at the end. Thanks as always for the show. Love you guys and looking forward to Duran Duran part two. Thanks, Emmy. Emmy, you have a great voice. You are meant to be on the radio, Emmy. Emmy, I'm going to cordially invite you to come on to Heroes of Noise. You good with that, Steve? I guess you, I am, guess you have to be since I'm I put cool it out there. With all of, I'm cool with all of... You already know. Me and Emmy are friends from way Bezac. Hey, believe it or not, we've actually talked about this before, too. I don't believe that. Stop it. Emmy, you are cordially invited for a guest spot on Heroes of Noise. Let me know if you want to do that. I think that would be fun. I, and also, I didn't know. Okay, so the the B fifty twos is that was she saying that that's not she's not saying that a ladies of new wave right is the B fifty twos a ladies group technically? Uh, has two female singers. Huh. huh. And then they got that other. Guy. I don't know that guy's name, but you know, good stuff. You know him. You know the guy huh. I'm talking about. You see, yeah, on the side of the road. Yeah, I didn't know that that was technically a um. Women's group. I guess it would be. Because if it was a two guys and one girl, I would say, is it, you know what, Emmy? You just schooled me. And I did not know that there was a female or a woman actually in the group uh, talking heads. Where did were you? I know that. MTV, man. You didn't see oh, any no, of these? Oh, no, no, no. I only waited for Michael Jackson. Okay. Because I was a G. And also, yo, MTV raps. You know, this kid in the candy store shit's getting old, Steve. Hey, look, I'm just saying, Jay. But I can't, like, I know that there's a lot that is going to happen, and I'm going to, I have plans, people. Plans. But we do need to get this uh, Duran Duran out. But yeah. We really need to get this one out. Yeah, we're going to get this out, and you all know music is my thing. 
I'm, I'm not going to put a date music. down when we're recording this, by the way. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I don't want to put a date down and say, we're going to have this out by, because every time we do, it never happens. But yeah, we we're going to shock y'all. We're going to shock y'all. It'll be a bonus episode because yes. we owe it to you. Yes. Um, what else we got? There's another music one. <laughs> <laughs> I got to read it. If people are going to write these in, I have to read these. So I'm sorry. <laughs> this one is, uh, how old is this one? This is, oh, dude, I feel bad. This is exactly a month old. Cheap. Oh, gee. This one is from Shannon. It says, Dan and Steve, finally, I got some music talk. First, I need to clear up something that Dan said. I do not just listen to hip hop and Dave. Okay, calm down. That's not what I said. Okay. And if I did, I didn't mean it like that. Shannon, calm down. I've known you a long time. You need to chill. Uh, it says, I listen to everything from Frank Sinatra to Billie Holiday to Stan Getz to ABBA to the Beatles, to Van Halen, to Rage Against the Machine, and just about everything in between. I do not like country. Well, that makes two of us. But we'll listen to it if forced. That makes two of us, unfortunately. I do love me some Cube and some Wu-Tang. Come on, that makes two of us, too. I'm getting excited. But I also love Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Bruno Mars. And Dan will hate this, Maroon 5. You're right, I do. Uh, But I'm not going to hold it against you. Also, I love me some hair bands, too, but I'm not nearly as knowledgeable about them as Dan. Second, Make It Big was not Wham's first album. Fantastic was. What you know about that, Steve? You didn't know about that, did you? No, I did not. Save your thoughts. I'll continue. Bad Boys, Young Guns, Love Machine, and Wham. I honestly do not think you can say you're a Wham fan if you don't know Fantastic. <laughs> she calls oh, right wait there. a Personally, minute. Personally, I would not go out like that. I'm, I'm not going out like that, Shannon. Ooh. <laughs> Steve. She tried to See how flip it, feels? it on me. <laughs> And it says, Steve, Quarter Flash is an actual band. Hard My Heart is a great song. Listen to it. The Cure, Steve. Dude, you need to give them a chance. Oh, Boys Don't Cry, Shannon, Killing no. an Arab, written based no. on the famous book, The Stranger. No. Let's Go to Bed, Love Song, which 311 made the best cover of. And I agree with you, Shannon. Best you know cover the, song ever. You know what The Cure sounds like? It sounds like Michael on Propofol and him recording a song on every true. single album. That ain't true. Gee. G. That's not true. G. Shannon, you know I'm with you, right? Emmy, come on. School him. Emmy ain't trying to hear no cure. Propofol Michael Jackson. I bet you she's a cure fan. But if she wasn't, I get it. Because they're kind of like, either you like them or you don't. Exactly. They're like an acquired taste. Like, do you like to eat dirt? No, but some people do. The cure are huge. Even still. Uh... They just got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. To me, that doesn't mean anything. But you have to at least acknowledge that they're... They've made some kind of an impact. They're big in certain circles. Okay, fair enough. Whatever. I can't Whereas I would say Duran Duran isn't big in way more circles than I thought. Guy picks up a new band. He knows everything all of a sudden. You already know, bro. You already know. <laughs> Dan, oh my God. I love the Blow Monkeys. Digging Your Scene was one of my favorite songs back in the day. And That's I crazy. love Duran Duran. I was so big into them from seventh grade through high school, as was I. My favorite Duran Duran song is Is There Something I Should Know? And New Moon on Monday. In Excess is awesome. I saw them when they came to Fresno. Such a good show. I'm surprised you didn't mention Culture Club. I know, right? I love Culture Club, but we didn't. That's for the music podcast. Did you not like them? I just said, you know what? I just told you, Shannon. Pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad at a month old email. I'm just kidding with you, Shannon. Also, Dan, Dave covered Don't Fear the Reaper a couple of years ago. I laughed so hard, it was a good cover, just unexpected. They do a kicking cover of Sledgehammer. The Shakespeare quiz, I loved it. This is so old, I feel bad, Shannon. I was good except for William Pantaloon and When Doves Cry. That was pretty good. Everything else I got. I would be honored to come on and talk about music. 
I so love this discussion. You guys are so knowledgeable and so fun to listen to. I so enjoyed this. Shannon. We gotta get that was probably on. the worst reading I've ever done before. You know that? I'm sorry, uh, No, it's Shannon. not. It's not. You've done terrible. It's that Steve's been drinking, so I oh, can't read that st- well. I threw it out. Now I feel good. I threw that all out. I bet you feel good, you alcoholic. Here's what I'll say. Um, Shannon, number one, I, I don't believe that there's a real album, a real group called the Blow Monkeys. I just don't. I think y'all making it up and you're trying to fool me into some silliness. <sighs> I'm sorry, Shannon. <laughs> and the cure, Shannon. Okay, no, the thing is, Dan sent me a cure. <gasps> I just thought of something, bro. What happened? You have a song called Disease and they're the cure. Dan, please don't. Please I'm just saying, don't maybe, maybe, no, maybe. No. Maybe? That's gross. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm just like, maybe. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Dan sent me a cure mix. I gave them a shot. I couldn't even make it through. I couldn't even make it through, G. You also spiked a podcast back at me recently because they made one mistake. I didn't spike it back at you. Not even close. It was just, that's the first one I went to listen to. And that's a mistake that's so big, I wouldn't make it in music. I know music mistakes I make, and that is not one I would. Even over a band I don't know, I just wouldn't make that mistake. I'd know what the song was about. without Before I even got on the pod, I would know in my brain what the songs were about. I'm pretty you, sure it was the... I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not going to call them out. Yeah, of course not. I'm pretty sure it was the person... It wasn't the person that was telling the story. It both, was the other one. Yeah, uh, both of them messed up. And you can't mess well, up on something like that. You're very judgmental. No, but I don't. Though, you, I will tell you this. If in music I ever mess up about what a song is about that big, call me out. It's not going to happen. All right. Yet. We'll do. It, I'm just saying we're not, not always happen. accurate on this show. No, but music, I will never mess up like that. It's just not going to happen. All right. I will make sure I'm studied up for sure. My takeaway here is Dan and Shannon have somehow had the wool pull over their eyes <laughs> about the cure <laughs> and I'm going to have to listen to them just to make sure did I miss something because Dan put the best songs on it not necessarily Dan that's not true man I didn't give like deep cuts or anything like that I just did some like songs that they play on the radio and stuff I didn't want to go too deep with it there's lots of good songs okay but I totally let me explain something though I do get that the first time around if music doesn't hit you right I get that but it doesn't mean that it can't hit you right the second time or even yeah, the third that's true only this, that was the first, you didn't hit me. Like you weren't like, Hey, you got to peep this group. You just, you just added them to a play like saying, Hey, these are people you should know about. You didn't, I mean, you, you didn't say you've got to like them. No. And what happened was you heard Duran Duran first, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like me going, Hey, yo, let's go watch Endgame," And then afterwards going, Hey man, check out Shazam. It's pretty good too. I would say that this is more like, Hey, here's Endgame. Come and watch Pulp Fiction. What if it was, uh, in your case, here's Endgame, um, here, now watch Aquaman. Oof. But I don't feel that way. I know, but I'm saying the only reason I use Pulp Fiction is because it's not horrible. It's just everyone likes them except for me. Everyone likes Pulp Fiction. I just don't. Okay. Well, yeah, so I, I don't want to make it so that they're like, well, Aquaman's a terrible movie to my, in my opinion. 
I think it's no, horrible. No, I think it's a terrible movie all the way around. I don't but care what anyone thinks. Pulp Fiction, <laughs> I could see how be like people are like, oh, it's a good movie. I'm like, oh, because it's quality, da 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 da. It just isn't my thing. That's what the cure is. I'm not gonna say it's crap music. It's just not my thing at all. And so um, then I think we're good. I don't think there's anything else to say except they're garbage. Go on. I'm, jo- I'm totally <laughs> joking. I'm totally joking. All right, go to. Uh, thank you, Shannon. You got to be on our on the podcast. You got to do it. We need a lawyer. We do. I wish I would have known you five years ago. I think I have two more, dude. Do you want me to read them real quick? Hit me with your best shot. God damn it. What happened? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just... <laughs> I liked your 80s reference. That's all. I am sweating like a... Now it's just, I'm just sweating because it's hot and I forgot to adjust the freaking... Uh... Sure, it's not the wine. No, now the buzz is gone. The buzz uh... is gone. <laughs> buzz is gone away. You can in a second. Go watch the, um, what's that guy's name? The Crossroads guy? Robert Johnson. Oh, I was going to watch that, by the way. um, I almost watched it last night. Is it good? Dude. Okay, I'll check it out. Don't tell me anything, because I was, (laughs) I I liked the trailer of it, and I'm like, okay, I got to get back to this. But I had to go to work, and I took a melatonin, so I went to sleep. I will ruin one thing. People legit thought he was the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the trailer was like, he played all right. Then he goes away for a year. Gee, he's coming back. He he's came back. People it. were like, oh, no, that's the devil. He gave him. I was like, oh, and he leaned into it. Be like, yeah, the devil trained me. <laughs> <laughs> but those are not the days you do that. That is not the days you do that. Hey, the, you remember that movie Crossroads with Ralph Macchio? I do. Did you watch it? I did. Th- the, that is the worst fake guitar oh, playing I've ever terrible. seen in my life. I think it was. No, the only person that's worse is um, Back to the Future. Bradley Cooper oh. in in A Star Is Born. I know. I think he no. I think he really played. No, I think Bradley Cooper really. He played. was not playing. That. I There's think no he did. Way. Watch the beginning. Watch the beginning, and I, you tell me he's. I playing legit that. think he learned how to play and played. I got a ten dollar bill for you. Okay, if you can prove this. Okay, but go on to the next one. All right. So this one, speaking of this lovely beach beauty. This one comes from Favon. What's up, Favon? This is dated April 28th. I'm so sorry, guys, that we've taken a while. But we're catching up, obviously, and then we'll be done. Heroes, how the heck are you? I've been extremely busy, and I haven't had a chance to reach out to you, but I listen every week. During the Babadook series, deep cut, new listeners, (laughs) things got weird. Great and really funny, but weird. I can agree with that. And now you're back to normal, and I totally enjoy the podcast every time. Thank you. Okay, first of all, is she criticizing us? Um, I mean, I love you, Favon. I'm just saying, though. Like, is that was that a was that a backhanded compliment? Wait, say that one more time to make sure. All right, it says during the Babadook series, things got weird, great and really funny, but weird. And now you're back to normal, and I totally enjoy the podcast every time. Oh no, in no, caps. no, yeah, of course, because it's her nephew talking about Babadook. Yeah, it's it's definitely not fun. It's just messing with you, Favon. Don't get mad. We got to meet and go to dinner. Remember. So it's 2 a.m. and I should be going to sleep, but I just finished watching Endgame. Endgame just keeps popping up, man. It's just in the atmosphere. Yes. It's like a boner for a high schooler. It pops up out of nowhere. Right? I don't know what to say. You got to peel it off your belly with a crowbar. Um, <laughs> so it's 2 a.m. and I should be going to sleep, but I just finished watching Endgame. Black Church prepared me to sit in there for three hours without a problem. Although my date said I dozed off twice on the way home and I only live 15 minutes away from the theater. 
Anyway, I'm still pumped, so I thought I'd take the time to email you. I would have called, but last time I called late at night, you guys talked about me. (laughs) You did. I'm sorry. You guys talked about cell phones at concerts, and you guys talked about submitting topics for you guys to discuss or debate. I've sort of combined the two. Do you think people should have their phones out on dates, especially first dates? Absolutely not. That's, that's, no, man, that is the weakest right there. That is weak, weak sauce. Okay, hold on. Favon, we're both in the dating scene. We're in the know. We're doing our thing, especially after that picture. I see what you're doing. Um, so, um, <laughs> when you we minx you when we go on dates, we have that thing where we're just like, call me at a certain time, and if it's going well, I'll be like ignoring it. But if it's going bad, I'll answer the phone and be like, oh, an emergency happened. So you have to have is your that phone a real thing? Uh huh. You really do that? Totally. Interesting. I mean, now it's getting played. People are catching on. But yeah, if someone texts me, I'll be like, oh, there's an emergency. Yeah. So you have to have Yeah, but what I'm saying is like if the date's going well, I think this is what she means. If a date's going well, you don't have your phone out. No, you never. Okay, but here's a question. If you're at, if he goes to the bathroom, is it okay to be offended if you come back and she's like scrolling Facebook? I would personally say no, particularly if she goes, oh, hey, and then puts the phone down and then gives you her attention, his or her attention again. I'd still feel weird. I'd be like, you couldn't go a few minutes and just silence. I wouldn't be only because I feel like that's just the mentality these days. You can't watch television without looking at your phone. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. It's almost like, um, and I do it too. I'm guilty of it. It's almost like an extension of my hand sometimes. I have to put my phone down sometimes and consciously make an effort not to pick it up again. It's kind of pathetic, actually. You know what? You're right. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but I think Favon, it should be a note to self. If you go to the bathroom, come out and he's on his phone. It should be a note to self. I would say self. one thing though. I would say one thing. What's that? Like, I think that it would make the other person that's coming back from the bathroom go, what was that about? Like, are they texting their friend that's about me true. right now? So I don't know. I think I'd be okay with it, but it would be in the back of my mind. I would be, I wouldn't, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't be dealbreaker.com, but I would be like, Oh, you can't go a few seconds. Like there would be nothing more of a turn on to me than someone who I didn't, I realized at the end of the day, I did not see their cell phone one time. But that's mostly going to happen if you have no children. If she has children, she's going to be on her phone. I'm expecting it because the babysitter yeah. might text and be exactly. like Exactly. Now that could be something, but don't you think, sorry to cut you off, but in that same vein, don't you think it would be a good idea to be like, hey, listen. I might get a call. Do you mind? I'm. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to keep my phone here for reasons. A, B, oh, or C. you know what? You're right. I would. So ex- if you don't mind, I hope I don't offend you, but yes. I do need to keep this out. Is that cool? More than likely, they're going to say. Yes. Totally. And if they don't, they're not understanding people anyway. Why are you with them? Let me rewind that. No, if she does tell me, I'll be more lenient. But if she's continuously on the phone, I don't want to. I don't think I want to date someone with clingy children like that. No, I'm just saying like a one-off. Like, oh, hold on. Okay, I'm done. What were you saying? And then it never happens again. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But if they're on it all night, I'll be like, okay, your children, you probably want someone who's more like has children that young too. Cause that's going to be a constant thing, you know? So yeah, I mean, I could see how it could be. It's not going to be a deal breaker, but it will put a notch where someone else who didn't use their phone wouldn't have a notch. All right. So it says uh, she's got some some things here that she wants to talk about related to the other show. We were talking about superstars. Superstar. Superstar. 
All right, she's got a list of some people for comparison. Oh, this is what I was looking for. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think you guys are in agreement with this one. Okay. Kurt Russell, what do you think she's going to say? Are you looking, first of all? Are you cheating? No. All right, all right, hold on. Kurt Russell, what do you think she's going to say? Kurt Russell. Oh, that's a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to America's Favorite Game Show with the Heroes of Noise. This is the game that we call Star or Superstar. Our contestant, Steve Hudson, is here from Fresno, California. Handsome as hell, won't touch meat except his own. Let's give it up for him. Steve Hudson, come on out. Put that thing away, buddy. You're on TV. Jesus, that's impressive. Thank you. 25 seconds, huh? Oh, well. All right, Steve. Are you ready to play? Let's go. Let's do this. So one of our favorite listeners wrote in with some questions. and I I think we have answers here. I want to figure this out. So are you ready? I'm ready. I already asked you that. I'm stalling, Steve. That's what I'm doing. We're back. All right, here we go. Star or superstar? Steve Hudson, Kurt Russell, star or superstar? Today, Just in general. There's no no specifics. It's just Kurt Russell. Star. All right. She said star. Congratulations. Let's go, baby. Kurt Cobain, Steve, star or superstar? He's a superstar. You're absolutely right, Steve. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Got yourself on the back. That is a big win for Steve. We've got more, though. Okay. I know the answer to this one, Steve. Angela Bassett. Mm. Mm. Oh, no. Take your time. Is she a superstar? 10 seconds. I gotta go star. Steve, I'm sorry. You're incorrect. The answer is superstar. Do you think Angela Bassett is a superstar? I think that she thinks that Angela (laughs) Bassett is a superstar, and that's the game we're playing. If you're asking me, what do you think? I love what's love got to do with it. Okay, fair. All right, Steve, a couple more. Sierra, star or superstar? And I would even put her that's barely there. Right off the bat. Yeah, it's one of those stars that you see like about 6 p.m. in the summer. Like, oh, look, there's a star coming out. I would would say that she's a very, very popular high school student. Yeah, I think that's better. Sierra, yeah. So, star or pseudo star? Sierra? Yeah. Pseudo star. Pseudo star. Barely a star. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. No prize for you, Favon, on that one. But you are entitled to your opinion. Lastly, Steve, and I think this is an easy one. I saved the best for last. Beyonce, superstar or star? Superstar. Yeah, it's kind of cheating. We already talked about that. We called her a superstar. She, she might is a be freaking the... supernova. Okay, now that those are great, Favon. Send more. That was fantastic. Favon, thank you so much for playing. Steve Hudson, pat yourself on the back. You only got one wrong. This has been Star or Superstar with the Heroes of Noise. This is what you call improvising a game show. I love that. I love this. Um, so this week, my son actually hit me to what? who is the biggest star on the face of the planet. Do you know who these people are? Probably not. BTK. Hell no. I don't. Yes, I do. Yes, I do know who they are. <laughs> You're like it. Yeah. Dude, I, they, he's not kidding. I didn't know they were as big as they were, G. Did you look them up at all? I did. What'd you think? <laughs> I mean... Here's what I'll say. Do we should we give an example? No. Of what who BTS no, is? No, they would you have to oh BTK. Yeah, there we go. 
I, is it BTS I, or BTK? I think it's, is it BTS? It might be BTS. Is it TBS? <laughs> is it CBS or? <laughs> is it ABC? BSB? Is it PBS? Like you said, I'm sitting out of PBS. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just put out a? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. BTK. Did I put out an APB? <laughs> BTK is a killer. It is not BTS. BTS. Yes. Yeah, they are a, uh, what you call, I believe it's K-pop, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and they are humongous, dude. Humongous. I did not know. More members than Slipknot. It was, they have so many fans, G. It's astronomical how big, how, and my thing is, how did I just, they weren't in my orbit, dude. They just weren't. I didn't know anything about them. I was like, Maj was like, oh no, Um, they're by far the biggest international stars on the face of the planet. I was like, I guess they are. Didn't know that. Thought Beyonce had that locked. No, dude, he's not kidding. There is your uh, is your daughter a fan? No. Listen to this. Coming at you, ladies and gentlemen. This is BTS with Idol. Wow. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Steve. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't like. It, it takes. Uh, <laughs> like I get. I most, didn't even let it kick in. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't get it. I get most mega big, like huge. Like I get Bruno Mars. I get it. My niece loves them. Really? Yeah, I actually uh, pitched in and got her some because they're freaking expensive tickets. I got her some concert tickets in my shut and up. Monica. Yeah, my sister. When are they going? To see them. Oh, they already went. It was last year. It was. I think it was Oakland Coliseum. And it was one of those things. It's like trying to get tickets at fucking Comic-Con. Really? You get into a waiting area and then it's like, all right, you're up. And then you go to this next part and it's like, okay, approximately 30 people ahead of you or whatever. And you're just waiting and waiting and seeing if you're going to get anything. And we ended up getting some decent seats, but dude. How much was it? Like they are, I don't even remember to be honest with you too much, but they were. No, no big deal to Dan. Well, I mean, I am Dan. But, of course. Yeah. Got money. Yeah. You know, you got money. I got, hold and on. I, I just dropped, I just dropped a hundred. Hold up. You know, no big. It's funny. Uh, you know, I, I don't even need it. No, I, no. I was talking to Maj and he was like, they're bigger than Michael Jackson was. And I was like, Maj, just let's pull the. Did you tell him to calm Gee, down? A bit? I said, you weren't there to witness that. But you know what, though? To these kids, and I guess there's adult fans, too. He's not exactly wrong. To, I, okay. But I'm saying to them that did not witness like i guarantee to people who did not witness the insanity that was michael jackson but i see where he's coming from i totally get it but like they would lock airports down if they knew he was coming i think it's some shit like that now seriously really? they're rabid fans not michael jackson level but they're rabid fans but also and i told Marshall, I was like the one thing that you have going for your argument is back then we had no social media there was the only time you got to even hear from or about Michael Jackson was if you saw him. So he was a mysterious person. The nowadays you almost have a tangible connection. You could tweet him, Facebook him. Like you almost can sometimes they'll tweet back. That was not a thing back then. They were like superheroes. They didn't really exist in the real world until he came bounding out of the stage and stood there for minutes. You're like, oh, he's a person. These people seem more like people. Now, because you're the 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 uh, degrees of connection are so they're nothing anymore. They're nothing. You can tweet at Justin Bieber. It's kind of weird. I have two pairs of tickets, Steve. One pair in my right hand, 
is for BTS. Second pair on my left is for The Cure. Where are you going? BTS. For real? It's not close. At least I haven't heard them before. At least I'm almost sure they have some sort of choreography happening. Yes, they do. You know, I guarantee you they're going to put on a more entertaining That's my thing. Visually. Yes. Visually. But I think that music would make me insane after a while. Of course. And also, you you ain't got to worry about the music making you insane, Dan. You're not going to hear it. You're going to hear screams. You're right. You're not going to hear a free. And that was the hard thing about going to see Prince. I thought I was going up with a bunch of adults. Wrong. Wrong. These are people that are adults that feel like they're teenagers again. And it was I was one of those people. No, you weren't. You weren't screaming. I was screaming like, ah. Yes. No, no, I wasn't doing that. Yes, see, that's what you heard. Like, ah, that whole thing. I'm sure I was making some kind of noise. Oh, I was. I mean, I I know that the second, third time seeing him, I was just like, um, I'm never going to see anything like this again. I knew it was a special thing. Which, I agree with you. I, knew I remember special. just watching this, like, just soak it all in. Yes, I knew it, it was special. It any time. That's why I knew, like, Paul McCartney, when we saw Paul McCartney, I said, oh, this is a special thing that's happening right now. This is special. And so, again, BTS might be for some kids. Here's what I will appreciate them for. They are going to launch one kid's creativity to start playing music. And who knows who that kid becomes. So, hey. This is true. More power to them. More power to them. You know what? I can joke all day and hate on bands, but you know what? They're out there doing it. They're out there doing something that I wanted to do and I never got a chance to do it. You can't hate on them. You that. can still do it now. With what? Like my armpit fart sounds or something? No, you can do whatever. Dude, let me tell you something. The stuff that gets popular right now is stuff that people mean 100% might not sound good for anybody else, but people can sense like legitimacy. Like, oh, this I person can play drums it. and that's it. There we go. So I'm just going to play drums? No, you get a guitar player, and then you get a bass player. Done. I know a bass player. Done. I know two of them. Done. Well, I don't know what the problem is. Like, well, I know one and a, one and a half bass players. All you ha- <laughs> and, I'm just and here's the thing. You, here's why the only reason you wouldn't do this is because you don't have time. But you could. You could put out an EP and just have fun. I'm going to drop my mixtape next Gee. week. Gee, the Danathan the Manathan mixtape? It's just going to be me reading cake mixes ingredients. Oh, dear Lord. Hey, what would you call your band since Heroes of Noise is taken? I don't think you're going to think of anything as good as that, though. You're right. Heroes of Noise is a genius. I mean, Lord have mercy, G. There's a reason it's been rattling around in my head for so long. Dude, that's a great story. But, oh, do we have any more um, emails? Uh, Yes, we do, Steve. I'm actually happy to say that this one comes from a new listener. At least new to us because we've never had contact before. Uh, This one's coming from someone named Monica. And this is regarding Endgame. Are you ready? Endgame. It says, I'm listening to your Endgame review, and I wanted to give my two cents on the best cinematic villain. Ooh, I like this. I think an honorable mention goes to Walter White from Breaking Bad. Although he's not on the big screen, he sure was a villain. He slowly went from protagonist to antagonist. You go from rooting for him to hating him through the series. That's really it. It was a short and sweet one, but that's a good one. I love I think we that. We might one. have brought up Walter White, if I'm not mistaken, or at least we did this in another. We've had so many conversations off mic, obviously, that. But I, I think we talked about this one time, if I'm not mistaken. I think the only reason Walter White, Walter White's a great villain. I would just say that not everyone considers him a villain. He was a product of like capitalism. He got pretty evil towards the end, though. Yeah. Ruthless is a better word. Yeah, not fifty percent of humanity evil. No. <laughs> 
Spenden. Poor man, it's Thanos. <laughs> that junk. Don't was front on Thanos. You don't even try. Race. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's a great that's awesome, Monica. You're totally right. Uh, I love Walter White. Again, Killmonger. You already you already know all the rest. Wasn't there another uh, quick one you were talking about? Uh, I think that was it, but let me check. And by the way, Monica, thanks for writing in. Uh, if you're new to the show, thank you. I hope you're still listening. Welcome. Welcome to the family. Feel free to write in anytime you want. Uh, I think that's it, dude. If I had a Wham! podcast, I would say Welcome to the Whamly. That's such a good catchphrase. If I had a dedicated Wham! podcast. <laughs> would it be like, Welcome to the Wham! podcast. My name's Jitterbug. And I'm everything she wants. Oh, gee. Come on, gee. Why don't we have a freaking... Why, why don't we have a Wham! podcast? The Wham! cast. The Wham! cast. Have fun. <laughs> Better than the Steve Cure... Steve needs a co-host, ladies Better and gentlemen. Better than the Cure! cast. Yeah. I couldn't talk about the Cure that no, long. But because, we will talk about it one day on this of course. fantastic music podcast of course. that we're coming Yeah, we'll just be depressed That is still untitled. Depressed the whole There's time. There's no ETA, mm-hmm. but it's coming. Uh, well, I'll just talk about this. Nothing really excites me. You know, life is just a bowl of darkness and, you know, no big deal. That, that'll that be my cure cast for you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of nailed it. All right, Dan, what else do we got? What did you watch, Dan, Mr. Non-Hulu? Oh, gee, what didn't I watch? Actually, I've only watched two things because I was packing in a bunch of old Avenger stuff. And I watched, uh, I'll tell you what I watched. I watched Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. No, you didn't. Thor, Thor the Dark World. No, you didn't. And also Winter Soldier. And that's it. Dan, no, you but, didn't. But I'm not going to talk about those. What I'm talking about, yeah, I didn't do shit this week, okay? You don't, you don't know my struggle. Anyway, <laughs> the, wow. um, what I'm going to talk about is something that debuted this weekend on Netflix, Steve. And I don't think you saw it. But we'll talk about it. Uh, it's extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. What you know about that? I know it's about um, Homeboy that killed Homegirl. Oh, homeboy it is yeah. about. What's his name? Oh, don't tell me. Ted Bundy. I was like, please say Al Bundy. Please say Al Bundy. <laughs> that please say Al Bundy. <laughs> it is about Theodore Bundy, right? Theodore, yes. Is Theodore. that really his name? Yeah, they call him that. Really? That was a guess. Cross my heart. I, th- I knew it was either Theodore or Tedrick. I like Tedrick. I've never. I wish I knew someone named Ted. <laughs> not Tedrick. That's a good name, Tedrick. Danathan, Tedrick. What else you got? <laughs> I don't know. There's people that I've recently met that they're like, uh, I'm looking for names, but it's not. I don't think I'll know them for very long because a natural name hasn't come yet. So I'll probably just they're not going to be friends. That's a sad story, man. In order to be my friend, I have like the name has to come immediately. Danathan came like literally, just boom. Cake. Favon cake. I take that as a compliment. You should. Thank you. Danathan. I feel, I feel special right now. Danathan is a good name. I'm surprised no one else calls you that. I fought it off, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and embrace it. That's what she said. Who else called me Danathan recently? I think it was either Quentin or Sean. <laughs> I think it was that. Someone called me from the podcast world. I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, congratulations, really Q. He got engaged. He's been engaged. Oh, never mind. Take that out then. He's been engaged for a while. No, he hasn't. He's getting married soon. Is he? I'm happy for this young man. Yeah. Beautiful fiance. They have the future ahead. You know what, man? Don't get me started, Dan. The future is so bright. Don't do it. (laughs) Do not do it. We're not going to go down this road. Sorry. I'm still in the 80s. But yeah, seriously, congratulations to you, Q. Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic, man. Enjoy your matrimony. You have a beautiful fiance, and I wish you nothing but the best. Steve, on the other hand... He doesn't feel that way. 
You have a beautiful you have a beautiful fiance. He doesn't wish you the best though. I do. I wished you the best. Here's what I, I will. just wanted to go on record for <laughs> saying that. I wished you the best. Steve didn't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't really understand why you focus in on his fiance, man. I mean, like, oh, you know Jesus. what? Cuz you know Steve's single and all, so you better oh, watch out, Q. Jesus. I'm not saying your lady's going to do anything, but Steve's dirty like that. So Q, He's dirty. I He's wish woman you the stealer. best of luck. No, the seriously. best Q. of luck. You're only like four. What are you doing getting married? <laughs> you know what? He found the right one. You can't hate on that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. you you're just all bitter. <laughs> My life didn't go well, so no one else's will. The world is a miserable place. <laughs> Maybe I should like the cure. Dude, you are the fucking cure. <laughs> You're the Black Robert Smith, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, shit. That is hilarious. Hey, congratulations, Q. Yeah. Getting back to... Ex- <laughs> you know what you are, Steve? You're extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. That's what you are, Steve. Oh, I am. A courtroom frenzy ensues and sweeps 1970s America when a young single mother reluctantly tips the attention of a widespread manhunt toward her longtime boyfriend, who just happens to be, Steve, Ted Rick Bundy. The movie stars Lily Collins, Zac Efron, and it has a cameo by this young gentleman that some of you may know by the name of James Hetfield of Metallica. Shut up! He's in it for about four seconds. And what's really funny, too, is he didn't do a bad role. He like he, It was a very small role, right? But I was reading articles... It's all from like metal magazines and publications and whatnot, but they're saying, oh man, give them the Oscar. Dude was in the movie for about four minutes. That's it. Calm down. It's James Hetfield. I know you like Metallica. It was fine, but calm down. So let's talk about this movie. Did he say, um, um, did he was like, look, I'm going to have to leave. I need to exit light and enter night. Did he give any sort of quote from Metallica? Uh, no, but they did play the Four Horsemen. Yes. And the Kill Em All album. So he was like, see, that's Metallica branding right there, though. If I'll be in the movie, if you, if, or exactly. like if I'll let you get the license to my song, if you put me in the movie. I could hear Lars Ulrich already. James. Oh, I can't stand him. Don't do the movie unless they play Metallica. Oh, yeah, yeah, that dude. He killed Napster. This is Lars Ulrich. I'm from Metallica, and I'm here to talk about Metallica. So Metallica <laughs> is Metallica. That's all he is, dude. <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm not going to hate you little Dane. I'm not going to hate, but I will say this. Not the best drummer. I will hate. And I will tell you that he's terrible. Actually. <laughs> I mean, listen, who's the guy that's in Metallica? Not Dan, not Danison. I get it. But his drumming has gotten so poor over the last, I don't know, couple of decades. It's pretty bad, dude. Seriously. He might have ear issues. I think he has drumming issues is what it is. You're so mean, Jay. But what's crazy is that one time he didn't, who was it? It was, uh, I believe it was Jody Jordison who used to play for Slipknot. And he and Dave Lombardo used to play from Slayer. There was one point, and I can't remember why, but Lars Ulrich wasn't playing with Metallica. So they all sat in and they did like different songs. And you get to hear what these songs would sound like with an amazing drummer. It did so much for the music, dude. Like, it's just crazy. Lar- uh, um, uh, homeboy Hetfield actually did a really pretty version of In My Life by the Beatles. Did no, he didn't. He did, a, he did an acoustic version. I was like, oh, but I'm a sucker for that song, though. And when he did it, I was like, oh, he's not doing the Hetfield thing. He's yeah. just singing it. He's just, Ooh, and I was like, yeah. why didn't he just sing like that? Why didn't he just sing like that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Why do you guys hate that song? Like, the, uh, the uh, buddy I had at work when I was just like, 
hey, uh, you don't like, because uh, I was telling him the album that I dug. And he was like, ugh, that's when he started doing all that. Yeah. I was like, why didn't people like that? I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you like that? Because I listened to the first three albums and then I saw what he turned into. But God, I'm full of negative energy. He was a, he became, okay, anyway, how long was he actually in this show? Like, seriously, I think it was two scenes. Was he good? He plays a sheriff. Of course he does. Of course he does. That's the only thing he could have played. Yeah, but I mean, it was like, seriously, like his, it was like license and registration, son. I mean, it was like that kind of thing. And they were so like, he did fine, yeah. but I don't know. Did Ted Money was Calm like, down, metal he was like, hey, are you a sheriff? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I under arrest? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Am I getting out tonight? No. Whoa. <laughs> God damn it, we're funny, Steve. We you know are what? funny, dude. I mean, we, we're funny to each other. I don't care. Yeah, it's just us. We don't care if you like it. Now, here, okay, I'm going to put a little bit of wet rag on this. Uh-huh. Um, People are saying it's a Lifetime movie and it was Tridash. Um. I was not, hmm. no, 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 hear me out. I don't think it was trash. I think that Zac Efron looks a lot like Ted Bundy, dude. It's kind of crazy how much he looks like him. And I think that he played his role fine. I'm a fan of Lily Collins. I think she did a great job. It just didn't really give me the story that I wanted to see. You see, and what I'm talking about is lots of murder. That, we yeah, didn't exactly. really. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. I mean, I was very interested in that. I would say that if you want to see a Ted Bundy story, I would go with the Ted Bundy tapes on uh, Netflix because you're going to get, it's called conversations with the killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. You actually hear him talking and it's weird because he goes into this like third person thing. Like, well, if I did it, it's like OJ, like if I did it, you know this is how I, mean? I would that's, do it. Right. That's what he does, but he's very accurate and it's just twisted, man. And you see the real Ted sometimes not talking in these tapes, but you just see him like, you could see that, he was there was something evil going on behind those eyes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But um, but the movie basically just takes place after all of the murders. Like in other words, a murder will happen and then they'll talk about it. You don't see the murders happening, and it's him going from I think it's Colorado to like Miami, and it's this chase that goes on. It's not a very exciting movie. I don't think it's a terrible movie. It was interesting, but it's not like I would go like. Notice I didn't text you and be like, dude, have you seen this? No. You know what I mean? It's not that. So it's a, it's a viewing. And what one of I them, say? the only reason I watched something we're going to talk about tonight is because you text me. Yeah. I'm glad you did too, man. I can't wait. Every to time you text me something, I watch it. Mm, you're getting time, better. Every, you're getting better. If, unless it's Zac Efron. Is that why you didn't watch this? Yeah. Okay. Listen. Wildcats, motherfucker. Okay. Wildcats. What's that? Google it. Anyway, what I'm talking about with this movie. Isn't that an old Wesley Snipes movie? Uh, Yeah, I think it is. This is not the movie I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Talking about high school musical, man. What you know about that? Nothing. You know what's funny? He's a local dude. Well, for me, he he was from the Royal Grandy. I can see that. Out there surfing and stuff. AG High. I went to AG High. Look at you. Name name dropping and whatnot. Bro, right when they said he's from AG High, I looked at him and was like, yeah, of course he is. Uh-huh. Yeah, that kid is definitely from age. <laughs> For sure. Everyone looked like him. Oh, let me just say one more thing. So James Hetfield plays Officer Bob Hayward. Since we talked about him, I guess we should probably give the character that he plays. I don't really have a lot to say about this. I did not find this to be a terrible movie. I just didn't find it to be a great movie. It was just kind of like a movie that I watched, and then it it started, and then like I watched it, and then it finished. That's the kind of movie. That's fair. 
So I'm going to go ahead and give, and it's so hard to say too. That's the thing. I actually got to keep, I can't remember. I have to look at it. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. So ridiculous. Hour and 50 minutes. Um, it's on Netflix. I'm going to go ahead and give this one 2.5 out of five yellow Volkswagen bucks. That's a pretty good score. Like I'm saying, it's not terrible. That's like, really, that's pretty freaking good. I think I'm being fair. Okay. Maybe generous. Yes. Maybe a little bit. Yes. 2.5 is my answer. <laughs> that is pretty damn good. It's half good. All right. Uh, it's half then, classic. Um, half classic. It's not an end game, though. That's true. Nowhere near it. But is the next one going to be? We'll see. Let's talk about it, Steve, because I'm kind of done talking about shockingly. See, I can't even say it. extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. There you go. I am not going to say it anymore. It's too hard. That's what she said. Um, I would. What's the next song? <sighs> what's the next song? I don't know, but I'm I'll sorry. talk about the I'm next sorry. thing what's I watched. The next movie show. <laughs> this pretty much took up my entire day, bro. And that's when I, after like the first two episodes, I'm like, Steve's got to know about this one. Has he seen it? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. And it turns out you hadn't. So you watched it. Steve, we're talking about Dead to Me. What did you think about this? I thought, right when I watched, right when I, first of all, I didn't know Christina Applegate was in it. And it took me a second to actually gauge who she was. And I was like, why is that? Christina Applegate? Because unlike these herbs, she actually is aging the way you're supposed to age. Just, hey, I'm getting older and I'm going to wear it. And she's beautiful. She's yeah, she's aging wearing, very gracefully. She's wearing it. And uh, I had a huge crush on her when she was, uh, um, the crap was the name of that freaking show? Married with Children. Yeah, Married with Children. I, I was there. Biggest crush on her and Alyssa Milano. Me too. And Lisa Turtle. And um, uh, and everyone on Martin. And... um. So I was sitting there and I was like, oh, look at her go. And the first 10 minutes, I kind of thought I knew where this was going. And immediately, wrong. I was like, yo, this may. Can I, can I comment please, real quick on that? What please. you're saying? I'll get it back to you. But I was with you on that because I will say that I call uh, the first episode. I called like the main story plot. But that's it. And then I thought I knew where it was going and I kept saying, oh, I'm going to get this. This seems predictable because I hadn't watched it yet. Um, it's I don't think it's predictable at all. Actually. No, it's, it's, no. This show. Dude, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's I got a lot to a, say. It's, it is probably one of the best things I have seen on TV for a long time. Like it sat with me after yeah. it was over. And yeah. Christina Applegates puts on an Oscar-worthy performance. I think they both do, actually. I would give it. I would say they both do. I'm only. I think Christi, Christi, I think Christina Applegate destroyed. Even though uh, Homegirl was great, Judy, Linda Cardellini, but she's not touching what what home what uh, Christina Applegate was not touching what Christina Applegate was doing. And she was great. Any other person on screen, she demolishes. It's just, it's like she was in her bag in this show. Like, dude, shoot, man. Great I show. I don't know what it is. Do you think it's because we've never seen her in a role like this? Yes. Because that's what it was for me. And I just wasn't expecting the depth that she went to. I wasn't expecting the level of emotion that she throws out. And quite frankly, her character is a little intimidating. 
You know what I mean? Like when she's like, she's got an anger problem. <laughs> she plays that so well. Perfectly. And like I heard, and I want you to talk about this because I know you, we talked about it before, but like, I, I think she had to go super deep and apparently she needed counseling or something like that. Something like, yes. I mean, when I saw the thing saying she needed to go to, uh, she had to go to, uh, and she could have just, she could have just said, I want to go to therapy because the show made me realize I needed to, regardless of the reason I can see why this performance would lead you there. Because like she does. Wow. Deep. She, deep. she, ev- <laughs> there was a, there's a certain point in this show, in the arc of the show where I would say out of 20 scenes, she is breaking down 19 of them. 19 of the scenes she's breaking down over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, how do you play this? Like she looks horrible. Like not horrible. I'm like, Every scene, she looks like she just got through crying and she's like about she's been through a war yeah, again. And I'm like, wow, what a great. And by the end of it, I li- after the last scene, I said, I know there are no miracles. But if by some freaking nature, Netflix could be like, surprise, we do have a season two. I It would have made my year. <laughs> you don't think there's going to be a season two? Oh, there is. But I wanted it to be there now oh, randomly gotcha. as a miracle from heaven. Yeah, that would have been a nice gift. But it, I was so into this show, man. Dude. And after every episode, seriously, like Gail and I would like stop and look at each other. Like I didn't plan on spending my day watching this. I wanted to check it out, maybe watch a couple episodes and come on and talk about it and be like, yeah, you guys should watch this. But I could not stop watching. I literally could not stop watching this. It was and so good. And every time we finished, Gail and I would just look at each other and be like, these women are acting their asses off right now. It's amazing. I mean super powerful performances from both of them. But I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I see your point. I think that Christina Applegate does take the lead a little bit. Not that it's a competition, but she's a standout for me personally, because I've never seen her in this type of a role before. I mean, when I think of Christina Applegate these days, usually Veronica Corningstone from Anchorman comes to mind. That's yes. just the first thing that pops into my head. So to see her go to the depths that she goes to on this show, dude, like I think she needs an Emmy. Oh, no question. I absolutely I mean, there's no question. And here's the thing. I had, I uh, remember you. Yes. I thought I had finished that show until Netflix was like, hey, you want to finish the show? I was like, oh, how many more episodes I had? I had four episodes left. I said, oh, sniff. I watched the, I watched the rest of it. And I was like, oh, well, that was not great. Like the way it ended. I was like, oh, they just did the normal cookie cutter. So right. this next show was such a breath of fresh air because how this ends, I did not see coming at all. Not even either. a little bit. Di- and man, yeah. James Marsden is a freaking. St- <laughs> you know what? I never liked him. I loved him. In He's this. so good. He's good. Even remember that movie of uh, uh, something at a funeral with Chris Rock and Martin and. Something, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know that. I can't he was that in that movie. A freaking, he was amazing in that movie. Amazing. And this show, and he's great. He's great in, uh, what you call it, in, um, in uh, Westworld too. But in, I shouldn't say that I never liked him. It's just, I've seen him in a couple of roles and I know that's what he, like for instance, uh, I doubt you've seen this movie. Was it Enchanted? I think it was Enchanted. No, I've never it was seen a, it. It was like a musical type Disney kind of movie. Because I'm a G. Yeah, of course. 
big old goof. So, but you know it's funny. He he like James Marsden is what like you can combine Ryan Reynolds, Chris Pratt, and Chris Evans. All of them were what James Marsden was supposed to be. He was the next. He could have been any of them. He became that role. Like, it's not like he went to these crazy, like he's doing something that's just so different from other things that he's done, but it was just so convincing. The 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 lack of emotion that he has and then how he's quick to change his mind. And, and then you just find out all this other shit about him and you're like, oh my God, like, I'm totally buying this right now. Gee, he is, he was the embodiment of, and you know what's funny? He was the extra of that role, as in, he's a lawyer, but he has no, we all know, like, even when he said, hey, there's a part where he buys something extremely expensive in cash. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah, yeah. all are like, we get he's a lawyer, but. That's when I was like, hold up. <laughs> exactly. I was like, wait a minute. I even saw, when I saw his house, I was like, all right. He's rich, but he's a lawyer and she doesn't really do anything. And when they showed how much her 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 pictures were, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's when I caught on. That's what's funny I is I watched. On. I just watched all of this, but now I'm a little bit confused. Was he a lawyer or was he running an art gallery? He was a lawyer, but he was also something doing something with money through an, an art gallery. Got it. But okay. he, he was a legit lawyer. He was just that because like when he went into the police station, he actually had to show them, yes, I am a lawyer to get. Oh, his yeah, yeah, out. yeah. That's right. Yeah. OK. I'm and with so you. but pricing those when when the guy walked in, it was like, how much are the pick or the 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 art? And they're like, oh, ten thousand dollars. I was like, oh, that's how they're doing it. No one's buying those pictures for that much money. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Damn, she must be good. Exactly. And I, I loved him, too. Nick was great. I thought he yeah, did. Yeah, Brandon Scott. Oh, dude, the way he his interaction with James Marsden, where he's like, "Oh no, 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 you're not running this conversation. I'm running this conversation." It was yeah. brilliant. I like the interaction when he. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but he goes into um, Jen's house to scare her son. Oh, dude, and he was like, "What the crap is this?" Yeah, yeah, and then and then shit got real. It got <laughs> real, and I love. And here's the thing. This is the definition of white parenting. When I saw this movie, I was like, yep, I remember those kids. Like we'd be, he, she, they like, I'd come over, spend the night and they like can cuss at their moms. It's not a real thing in the black community. It's just not. I could imagine not. You just can't. And I, I was like, you know what? This seems so realistic and it shouldn't. Kids shouldn't be able to talk to their moms like that. But I guess at a certain point, you're like, we have accepted in the movie industry that these kids can do that. I think it's a bit of a stereotype. I would just for just for the purposes of saying it, I don't think all white kids talk to their parents like that. Like when I went over my white friend's house, they weren't cussing out their parents. You know what I'm saying? But there have been times when I've seen it. <laughs> yes. So you're not wrong. And I have not seen it. I haven't seen a black friend of mine be like, F you to his mom. With No, that won't happen. Or if maybe they did, and that's why there's only one brother in the house. I'm like, oh, (laughs) so it did happen. It's just rest in peace. I assumed he got hit by a car or something. No, 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 no. He said F you to mom. So it was a terrible. But yeah, it's it's funny how they're just like, in order for us to make this real, 
But I, I, for me, I didn't even think they needed to. That's the if I had to take any demerits away, that would be the one I would take away. I would take is they didn't need to make the kid like that. They just didn't. I actually thought that it was a good touch, and the reason that I say that is because the kid's grieving. I'm not going to say why. Watch the show, but he's grieving. He's dealing with hormones. He's dealing with loss. He's dealing with not getting a choice of choosing between two people, and. He's hurt. So he's it's a total rebellion mode. Totally, but it's so cliche. It's just a cliched. I hear what you're saying, but I think it truly occurs sometimes. Sometimes, but most of the thing is, but like, how about we go a different direction this time? That's the only ding I had where I was just like, okay, come on, guys. But the thing is, even with that ding, it's a tour de force by Christina Applegate. Like, no one. Why? And she's choosing this because she produced this show. She should be in every movie. (laughs) She's so good. She is so good in this movie. I did not. Mind you, I didn't see the ending coming, even though the previous scene led you to think the ending was coming. I still was surprised. I just went, oh, damn. I'm like, oh, she's. (laughs) I thought it might go the other direction. Where it's like, well, I mean, something yes. else happens. But gotcha. no, when she, when it the last scene, I was like, oh my god, because now she's gonna have to reconcile in the next season three separate things that are happening now. Yeah, but I kept trying to figure out like how exactly is this gonna? Because it just felt like you were gonna get a second season. And it is coming. I guarantee you we're going to get this. They have to now. If not, it's going to be like those, one of those oh, really will. shitty cliffhangers that never gets But resolved. then again, Netflix but is bad at this. I don't know. They are. They are bad that's at the this. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, but Netflix, you never know. But um, I am so blown away by the performances in this. Oh, dude. Another thing that really got me was each episode kept building anxiety. It's one of those anxiety-inducing shows or movies where it's like, you know, you know that someone can get caught doing something at any moment and it sets it up like it's going to happen right then and there. And of course it doesn't because it's stringing you along. But they do this beautifully. Uh, the stories of these two people and and how they find each other, why they found each other and what happens in between. Dude. They're they're friends that are that are like they're the best of friends and they should be enemies. Sometimes there's so much lying and deceit oh, and dude. it's coming from places you don't expect it to. Yeah. This, I think you said it, Steve, but I'm going to echo you. It's a breath of fresh air. So, um, I feel bad. I didn't actually give the premise of this. So let me just do that really quickly for someone that hasn't watched this. It says a series about a powerful friendship that blossoms between a tightly wound widow and a free spirit with a shocking secret. That's kind of it in a nutshell, but God, it's so much more. I can't recommend Dead to Me enough. I'm not going to like cut you off and just rate it all of a sudden, but it's just I just wanted to say that um, I agree with Steve. I think that this is the best thing that I've seen on Netflix. Like I think if they can pull off season two as good as they did this one, I'm going to put it up there above Ozark. Like it's just Ooh. fucking great. No, that's my opinion. Um, with it. Here's what I'll That's okay say. if you don't agree with me. That's how I feel. No, no, no. I would say... It needs to be more than one season for me to be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. If they can do what they did next season with this season, to me, it's going to be better than. Oh, for sure. And and here's the here's what I love. They, there's parts and I'm not going to even ruin it. There's a part that they said in any other show. This is what would happen after a party when she's sitting out there alone in any other show. The most obvious thing would happen. 
And I was like, oh, this is what's going to happen in this. She's going to do this and look at it and it's going to say this thing. And they're like, yeah, that's not how we roll, baby. (laughs) I was like, thank you for not rolling that way. Thank you for not doing that. Are you talking about uh, a balloon? Yeah. Any other show would have done some jive jazz. And they're like, no, no, this isn't going to happen like this. And I just love how there's one line that hit like a ton of bricks. And I could just say it without ruining it for you. Uh, Somebody says, you can die. Oh. (laughs) Oh. I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I said, yo. And, And the thing is, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. And it was just such a, again, some shows would have went another direction with it. And they didn't. And you know, I got a little crush. You know who I had a crush on? Who's that? I wonder if you could guess. Who do you think I had a crush on in the show? Hmm. She's only shows up like four times. Four times in the show. Uh-huh. I don't know. The, the detective. Oh, okay. All right. Every time she went to that place, I was like, oof. The first time I was like, whatever. But the more she like talked to her, serious women, huh? Bruh, bruh. And then when she went, she got up and she had to go somewhere and unlock something. And she was standing up. I was like, oh, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. I was like, she's pretty. You Ooh. know what? I guess I'm kind of retracting, but I don't think it's fair to compare this show to Ozark. It's kind of a different vibe. I have a better one. Hmm. I think that it's more along the lines of like Big Little Lies, something like that. Yes, a mo- a show which I thought was great, but this blows it away. Oh, dude, it's over. Like it doesn't. It's just not it's better. Not, yeah, it blows it away. So if you liked Big Little Lies, buckle up. This is so goddamn good, you guys. Seriously, I I cannot wreck. If we just talked about this today, mm-hmm. I would be content. It's so good. It's a great. It's a and and there's and even the way that they. There's not a major credit scene to begin each episode because I always push skip for certain. But this one has stuff happens uh, and then the title thing comes up and then it goes. I was like, that's genius. They're like, why waste time? Let's just go. Let's keep because they know if you keep it going, if you're just going to binge it, you're not yeah. going to stop. It's just going to. And then as soon as like the next episode starting now, it starts and immediately she's on screen. It just keeps going instead of starting. I stop watching. Oh, it, I couldn't. Neither I could couldn't. I. Neither could I. It was. I am so glad you hit me to this uh, show. And man, does she. And here's the thing. You guys are going to see the Avi of the show. And they did some sort of Photoshop with her skin. That's not how they do the show. The show, she's aging beautifully. There is no, oh, let's put a bunch of makeup on her. No. But on the Abby of it on Netflix, they did a bunch of stuff to to make. Oh her yeah, look, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I was on like, the, on the what though? It? What was it? On, on the what? On the Avi. On the Avi. The Avatar. Mm, yeah, you like I that? Got you. Yeah. Give me some more deets. You're killing me, Jay. <laughs> it is, yeah, I guess it is short for Avatar. You're right. But on the Avi, they do these wonderful things. But the thing is, I'm a I'm a tech connoisseur, so we talk like that. Ah, yeah, you know, there it is. Yeah. I, my apologies. No problem. But yeah, I, I, here's what I would say. I would say if you're in the mood for a show that's really, really, really amazingly good, watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> that simple. There are no caveats. If you want to see a good show, 
watch yes it. if you want to watch the best newest <laughs> thing that they've put on netflix in ages no question if you're feeling like that i would say watch this show for sure dead to me there's no question here's the tricky part we got to rate this mug damn i'm about to say something crazy go for it okay so recently oh you know instead of let's rate this first because this is kind of off topic okay uh what do you want to rate i thought you were gonna i thought you'd go end game um you choose i will say um ooh, i will give this four out of five headlights that's fair four out of five headlights you know, I've I've learned over the years that sometimes I come on a high and I'll be like, that's a seven out of five, uh-huh. um, you know, but it was this good. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a four out of five, too. There four out of five headlines. I loved it. And now, here's what I'm going to say before. I, I know I got to get out of here, but check yeah, this yeah. out. So we watched we both watched the last episode of Game of Thrones. Kind of. I couldn't see anything. Number one. I squinted through. Yes. It. Um. On my 4K television. Dude. With a very expensive cable. Yes. It was terribly lit. Here's what I'm going to say. People loved it. I thought it was good. You know what I think killed it for me? What's that? Watching Endgame. Yes. It killed it for me. It did, dude. Because you go from watching... I mean, it was the, it was the Battle of Winterfell. Yes. That was the episode. It, yes. Was it, no, was it the Battle of Winterfell? Is that what it was? No, no. It was called The Long Night. That's what it was called. What was it, an hour and 20 minutes or something like that? With bad CGI, dragons. an hour and 20 minutes of battle, but you just come out of Endgame where they're not playing around and they know exactly how to do it right. By the way, I didn't have any issues with Endgame CGI in that battle. No. Like, normally I have some kind of a complaint about it. It's perfect. Now- But then you go to this- Game of Thrones has- you're dealing with- you're dealing with darkness. You're dealing with like aliasing, like an artifact kind of on the television. It, it's like when you watch like a cam movie. Yes. I, I, it's like this weird, the darkness looked kind of grainy or something. I can't explain it any better than that. And guys, by the way, the, the people that are like, well, I've got this great TV and I saw it. No, you didn't. You, you did didn't not. You did. And then, and other people saying, well, they said the light was long and the, that's not, they did not mean to do this. They've already said, Hey, you know, Probably could have. It's the. It's like I guess that the new high def. T- we've gotten so good with technology that it's messing up stuff like that. I was like, well, then just say that. Don't be like we meant to do it. No, you didn't. It's fine. We didn't know what the crap. I didn't know who died. I was like, wait, dude, where's? I couldn't even tell like what was chasing our. I was like, what's happening right now? And and the CGI on the dragons was just bad. And that's because I just walked out of Avengers. I saw Let what it could be. Let me ask you something, though. Yeah. What about, dude, when those Dothraki go out into the darkness with their torches, their Gee. flaming swords, Gee. and then all of a sudden they just start going out? Gee. That was so... It was still dope. It was like, crazy. What was going dope. on it was, was crazy And here's my dope. thing. Why send your best fighters out first? Well, that's it. Uh... Now we got... It's just a <laughs> bad look. I'm like, gee. And the plans just weren't the greatest. They were betting on one thing working. <laughs> and that's my issue. I'm like, you know, that's why you need a strategist. Someone needs, that's the one reason uh, uh, that that homeboy Tyrion should have been up there. He should have been like, you know, I have a better idea. But he would have gotten killed. I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but I'm going to ask, can we agree? One of those, okay? Mm-hmm. 
so far, I'm talking about so far this season, can we agree that Bran is worthless? Yes. Worthless. Why go to a bird? Why? The three-eyed raven. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You need another eye, fool. Something's wrong my, with you. Here's my issue. If I knew Bran, I'd be like, look, bruh. You haven't proven that you got any special powers. I know you close your eyes and your eyes go white. You have not told us anything to tell us what's going to happen. Why do we keep you around? I saw a great meme, man. You probably saw it too. It's when he goes, I have to go now. And he rolls his eyes back. And then the next <laughs> the next picture, he's just chilling watching Endgame. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. And here's my thing. I feel like I'm supposed to be liking this more. Right? I don't think you're as hard of a Game of Thrones fan as some of these people are, but I think the people that are really, really hardcore, they're probably eating it up. Oh, they love I don't it. think it was terrible, dude, but I think visually it was a mess, yeah. especially when you come out of Endgame. It was fun. For me, I'm just like, oh, it's fun. But yeah. here's what I haven't done. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm probably, if someone was like, um, hey, what should I watch on TV? I'm going to say dead to me. I'm going to say that first, and that shouldn't be the case. It shouldn't be the case. I would, be, I should be like, you catch up on Game of Thrones and you watch it all the way. No, I'd be like, you know, I would say Game of Thrones next, but the first thing you need to be watching is that show because I want. Plus, more it's of only that. one season. Yeah, I want more of that. I want it now, dude. That shit was just too, too good. I'm gonna go even crazier, Dan. Do it. I'm gonna go even crazier and say, I've liked. Seasons of Supernatural better than I've liked this season of Game of Thrones. That's fair. There's certain like cliffhangers that I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to do that I did not have so far? I'm just like, okay. Um, I mean. What did you think of the deaths that happened? Were you pulled one way or the other emotionally? I did thought it, the best one all? was that Liana or whatever. Dude. That was the If you're going to go out, go out that's like how G. you fucking go out. Yes. Theon's death was like word you just you just run at him with a spear my man doesn't have a dick and you kill him bro i would literally been like okay we're at least gonna fight i'm not gonna just run at you i'll be like get in my fighting stance you never know life is funny what if you nick him yeah it could happen <laughs> the dude just start running at him with a spear i'm like dog you you were just running to your death not only that but brand helped not at all saying You've been a good man. I'm like, you just don't know nothing, DJ. Why am I here protecting you? How do we know you got <laughs> skills? What am I doing? Like, I would legit have to rethink everything. Because what has he done? He didn't even, like, take over the dragon. The he didn't even take over the dragon and help, like, oh, I should probably take over the dragon that's about to kill Jon Snow. Do that! Can he? I don't think that's been established, is it? Yeah. Well, here's here's also here's another thing. Does the does the fire kill uh, the White Walker, the Night King? I don't know. We've never tried. Then why are you here? You don't know anything. Hey, how do you think we should kill the White Walkers? Don't know. Like, gee, okay. I haven't the foggiest idea, Ex mate. Thank you. I'll be like, okay. So what do you what do you do, G? All if the only thing I know that you do is lure that thing here. That's the only thing we've established you can do. Were you satisfied with the Night King? No. You have to keep in mind that he can do a bunch of shit without even having to like go near someone. 
But at the same time, I was left wanting more. I liked who was uh, participating in that scene. Okay, number when have you ever seen him just hold somebody? You haven't. Thank you. He would have just um, killed a person. He would have just killed somebody. Yeah. But you have to make a scene. What do you think about uh, the person he was holding? I'm trying to be a little bit unspoilery. Yeah. The person he was holding, um, how her arc's going. Um, I dig it. I think like when that happened, it was like a yeah for me. And then later on, I'm like, he wouldn't have fallen for that. Like the Night King we know. When he saw the- Oh, you mean Carl? Oh, yeah, my boy, Jenkins. <laughs> when- <laughs> An old Night King Jenkins. When that thing fell and his eyes saw whatever was falling, it would have been off with her head that quick. <laughs> my man took out a dragon. Gee! And so I'm just like, when he saw her, it would have been just like a, oh, okay, and just crush. Be like, yeah, game over. I thought that was it. Bruh, it's just, but they have to make a good story. But in reality, the uh, something would have happened. He would have known that that person was coming. He would have turned around and she would have landed on the spear. Jenkins wouldn't have fallen for that. Jenkins don't do that shit. He would ju- he would not have fallen for that junk. He would have been like, Domino. Game over. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> now back to this weird dude that don't be talking. It was so strange. And I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. The more I think about other sh- great shows, I don't think like that. I'm not going to go forward in certain shows and, and again they have to wrap it up and they want to give a lot of fan service but we've already had the best fan service in history you can't top this you fan service you cannot do it G back with your fake ass fan service no, and, and the thing the hard thing about this thing is people are like well it's really deep cuts that they did fan service I'm like oh you mean like 22 movies deep cuts that we all <laughs> still got those deep cuts you can do fan service and but they just don't have the pulse of Here's what they would remember and here's what they won't remember. I don't remember a lot. Be like, so so people are just like, did you hear what she said? I'm like, no. Well, it's the same quote that she said, episode four, season two. I'm like, but to be fair, there are people that know this shit word for word, you know? I mean, clearly, I think it's safe to say that Game of Thrones isn't our biggest fandom. No. Even though I think it's dope, dope, dope. It's not something that I can recite. Oh, there's a shit, dude. That's people on there. If you were to go like, who's that guy? I don't know. I know I know who he is, but I don't know his name. I'm that guy. So am I. I binged seven seasons in like a month. Yeah, I don't so know the name. There's a ton of shit that just fell out, you know? <laughs> and I have to go back and watch it because I do know that they are giving that fan service, as you're saying. And they are, there's a lot of things that, like you're saying, you have to go back and remember that they said this or they did this or they're in cahoots with this person or, or whatever. You get my point. There's a lot of that stuff that I'm missing because I, I binged through it so fast. So I'm going to go back and try to appreciate it. But it just can't. I'm sorry. Like, if you're trying to do anything awesome and it's not dead to me, you're pretty much competing with Endgame for at least That's a couple what of I'm, weeks. And here's my thing. If I don't know word for word all 22 films, but they sure knew what I would remember. Yeah. I definitely knew a lot more in this time around. Like, in this finale this amazing oh, well, i'm just gonna blow it you know dude, <laughs> i don't mean blow it like mess up like i'm just gonna fillet this damn movie dude, it's so good that's my thing and like it's tough because anything that comes after that as an action movie is going to yeah. be and that's what game of thrones is trying to be like look at this amazing battle after look after we've seen an amazing battle you're like nah gee 
There was nothing that made me be like, Avengers! Assemble. Woohoo! <laughs> Let's go, baby! You know what I need to do, bro? What? I need to give some credit out because we're sitting here talking about Game of Thrones, but we're not obviously talking. We're calling people homeboy and whatever and this and that. I just want to give some love to some friends of ours. So our friend Michael Winkler and Melissa Sloter have a podcast that you can get all of the detail about Game of Thrones, and it's called Winter is Here. Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind of tricky because you have to go to what's called the Leftover Army podcast. It's kind of like a communal it's actually very cool. I still want to find out who's running this and how this shit works because it's super dope. Very cool of whoever started this. Great idea. Somehow I feel like it's Rebecca, but I just shouldn't give credit until I know. Anyway, there's a Leftover Army page that you can go to, and uh, but they also have podcasts, and there's several different ones on there. Winter is Here is their newest one, and it is all about the breakdown of Season 8 of Game of Thrones. They're great people. They do not spare any detail whatsoever, and I highly recommend you guys check it out. I'm giving it an A+. Winter is Here with Michael Winkler and Melissa Sloter. Check it out. Those are two of the best doing it. The great people. They are amazing. They are Fantastic. Amazing. Oh. Bravo. Yep. And Melissa, she's so dope. Her um, taste in hip-hop, sketchy, but she is amazing (laughs) at what she does on these podcasts, though. I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. And I have one more thing to say, and it's really important. If you guys want to get into new wave stuff, I mean, like, really want to get into new wave stuff, I suggest you talk to the man on the other side of this mic. Email him. Because I wouldn't have known anything about what technically is New Wave unless Dan hit me to this thing. Now, he did put in The Cure, which I forgave him about. (laughs) I totally get why he put The Cure. Um, But other than that, seriously, Dan, thank you for hitting me to that. We're going to be talking about it more soon. I'm not going to give a date because Dan doesn't want to give a date. But thank you for sitting around. Please watch Dead to Me. I'm out of here. I'm about to do some sad stuff. You know, understanding that my son's becoming an adult. So I'm off to see the wizard. I love y'all. Peace. Peace out, you wino. All right, guys, that's it. I just want to let you guys know that we are going to do this Duran Duran episode. I promise you. I'm just not saying when, but it is coming. And then after that, any music related things are just going to be like, kind of like we're jumping in a little bit. We're having some fun, but there is a music podcast coming. Count on it. Episode 67 has just dropped on your ass. That's Steve Hudson. I'm Dan Ramirez. We are the heroes of noise. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.